0: Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? For
1: and gigalettes.
2: you are now listening to
3: the best
4: best friends podcast in the world.
5: hey everybody welcome back it's your old pal tom the old uh king of butt rocks here um so we got a different uh a different episode uh here for you um so uh dan uh went to the four local beer fest uh with a bunch of uh i guess uh, you could call them our 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 friends, friends of the podcast were there. Um, and, uh, yeah, he, uh, he had to fly solo. Uh, I was not there and, uh, we had some, uh, scheduling conflicts. Uh, so I was not able to attend. Uh, and that's why you're hearing me now. Um, so, uh, it's going to be a little bit different of an episode. Uh, so what we're going to do is you're going to hear, uh, clips uh dan was able to grab some uh, some brewers and brewery owners uh that were in attendance and uh and have them sit down um so it's going to be a bit of a longer episode uh there's a, you know a, an array of different uh guests that we've had we had on or that dan had on um so um you know it's going to be uh different clips split up and then i you know i'll pop in uh, in between and, uh, kind of, I guess, give a rundown. I don't know. Uh, I'm kind of free balling this one. Um, so, uh, I'm in the, I'm in the friend zone here and, uh, by myself. Uh, so I'm doing it solo Danny boy. Uh, he, he flew solo, uh, you know, mama bird had to, had to let baby bird fly free. Uh, so he, you know, he took the reins on this one. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll get right into it. Uh, Dan, uh, opened up the, the beer fest with, uh, you know, the mad scientist himself, old friend of the podcast, Harry from experimental. Um, and, uh, you know, you'll hear the intro to the, to the beer fest and, uh, Dan will talk to Harry about what beer he was uh, showcasing at the fest. Um, and I believe that it was, um, it was a, uh, a Belgian with a purple, what is it? Purple, purple corn.
4: That's
5: right. That's, that's corn. Everybody. Uh, if you're not following along at home, uh, anyway, talk to, uh, <laughs> talk to Harry about the beer, um, and, uh, we'll get into it. Um, but, uh, guys remember, you know, uh, you know, follow rate review, all that good stuff. Uh, follow us at, uh, on, on all social media platforms at best, best friends pod. That's at best, best friends, P O D. Dan didn't have the soundboard. So you're, you're going to get your P O D drops from me. Don't think you're going to escape it. Anyway, let's get into it.
2: <laughs> all right. God, it's so beautiful. Just having that Tom Petty in the background. It's a beautiful day. It's, yeah,
6: Tom Petty with no clouds in the sky. Yeah. It's beautiful.
2: Mike Locks just over here killing himself listening <laughs> to Tom Petty right now. Yo, so welcome to the greatest podcast to exist in the history of podcasts. It's your number one source for all things craft beer related. The internationally acclaimed Cindy Crawford approved podcast of hops, high fives with Harry and friendship.
6: That was a bad one. That was That was a bad one. <laughs> Let's do it again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that came through All the right. mics. Nice. All right, there we go. That
2: was good. That was a good one. Uh, so I am your host, the Roars Ford Rattlesnake here, Dan, and I am joined by my first guest host of the uh, Four Local Beer Fest. We've got Harry from Experimental. yo. What's up, Harry? How are you feeling? I'm, I'm
6: good. Can't complain. I know.
2: You, you cannot complain when it's this relaxing. Yeah.
6: And I, I'm going to be under this tent, so I'm not sweating. This, is, right this is how I'm going to
2: get every brewer to come over and yeah. talk to me is now that the breeze is all nice I'm just be like hey why don't you come over the, you know come on and tent you know hang out with me a little bit yeah,
6: but I think it's gonna be a good day I think
2: yeah I think it's gonna be uh awesome here at the four local beer fest um this is your first beer fest
6: first beer fest this is well, awesome pouring it.
2: well first pouring at a beer yeah. fest yeah I'm
6: not a rookie all right all right, I've been to all many right. Beer fests.
2: I know this despite despite you know yeah. how young you look yeah, you're, not, you're a seasoned veteran all right so what did you bring to the beer fest
6: so uh, today I brought my uh, Inca Zia, which is a Belgian, uh, technically a Belgian double, but uh, with purple corn.
2: Purple corn.
6: Yeah. So this is kind of me going to an ode to history. Okay. Uh, some of the earliest fermentation that ever happened was uh, the Incas and um, purple corn being what they would ferment. and. Uh,
2: so this is like the like the South American fermentation. When you yeah. got like American lagers where they used like corn and everything. This so is like the South e- exactly. American. Exactly.
6: So like you know, maybe uh, would have worked in a lager, but I wanted the sweetness of the purple corn to kind of match with that spiciness of the Belgian yeast.
2: Oh, uh, okay. All
6: right. Um, it adds like a nice, uh, ma- nice mouthfeel too. You know, shout out to somebody who's not here.
2: Hold on, he's here with us in essence. I should have put it on the. Uh, iPad, but you know what? I have it. I have it ready, just in case. Mouthfeel. feel. There we go. What was that, Tom? It has really good...
6: Uh, now feel. There it is. <laughs> right, there it is.
2: <laughs> Tom's with us in essence. So. Tom couldn't be here today. But hey, let's, uh, let's crack, crack in. It right, let's start the beer fest, I guess. Huh? Yeah, let's go. Now, this is what I was waiting for. I wanted to see if any of the color came through oh, with the purple through. core. Look at that.
6: I don't know how much you want. You oh, that's perfect. Yeah,
2: that's perfect. Since we'll be here for most of the day. Yeah. So got a little bit of purple that came through from the purple corn.
6: Yeah, it's hard to kind of tell in the cup, but it, it's like a, a purplish brownish.
2: Yeah, it definitely has the a foam, hue. The it. foam
6: you can see is oh. got that purple.
2: Oh, and the Belgians cutting through there?
6: Yeah. So cheers.
2: Cheers, Harry. Thank you for uh, being my first test pancake for this stream. Oh, that is good. Oh, there's the corn. There it is. Back into the palate. Yeah. Nice corn. Reminds me, it's it's great because you have a lot of the Belgian on the front end, mm-hmm. but with that corn addition, it reminds me, like we were just talking about, like an American lager. Yep. Uh, like, I would say it's like, almost like corn makes like, almost like a sulfurous kind of smell to it. Yeah, it does. It
6: does. So. And there's a high on percentage in
2: here. There's a little switch behind the PR. Just turn it on? Yeah, just flick it. Yeah, it's a little switch on the other side. Sorry. All right.
0: Hello, everybody.
2: Hello, everybody. We're going to pause everybody for a in second. Can you back
0: hear me now? All right. Success. All right. So, we're about to get this event rolling. Uh, we have all of our vendors here, all the breweries that have decided to help us. Um, the first thing I want to do is thank all of you for coming out and supporting this event. This is an important event for Laurel House.
2: Thank you, Four Local.
0: Thank you. Uh, I also want to apologize for some of the chaos. This is the first time we've put together this type of event. We, we forgive you for now. normal beer festival event down. It was easy. And then COVID ruined all that. So this is a new attempt at something similar. Uh, I hope He's you guys so scared of public speaking. The concept is the breweries are going to come to you. They're going to ask you to pull out the can of beer that they brought to <laughs> pull supply out. the event with. And they'll go and talk to you about gonna their make comments beers in the while back. you guys are sampling them at the table. So you don't have to... Just, Try to hold back from opening them all at once. Try to hold back from drinking them before they get there, um, but you will bet five to seven minutes per brewery, and and t- and they'll come around a couple times because it's a repeat um, event for the number of breweries that we have for the number of guest tables. Um, I will try to just shut up now, but I do want to make sure that yeah, I thank for uh, our major sponsor, Francis Family Renovations. I think I pronounced that right. Right. Sorry. So just to introduce everybody, I am the secretary <laughs> of the committee. Um, I secretary do whatever the boss defense. tells me to do. Mike Holzenbach, who is the heart and soul of this event. Wherever JJ's I like the Monica Lewinsky. It, is the chair of the committee. Of the uh, committee. And Christine Steer who is right there. She is the co-chair of the committee. And Carrie, where I don't see Carrie out here either. She is the treasurer of the committee. We're the four that spent as much time as we possibly could to put this all together, organize it. Um, This won't be an event without all of you, and it definitely won't be an event without the vendors that support us and the donations that we received from all the uh, sponsors. So again, thank you, everybody. And if you have questions, don't hesitate to ask anybody who's currently wearing a local foundation shirt, because we're more than likely to help here to help answer any questions.
2: That's why I didn't wear one. They'll, they'll, just
0: kidding. They'll introduce kidding. themselves when they come around, and they'll tell you all about their beers while they're there. If the locals are all local. Right. Thank you very <laughs> much, Ken, and have a great time. And sorry for the beautiful weather. It's 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 really miserable.
2: Uh, great joke, JJ. Great joke.
6: <laughs> hey, class.
2: <laughs> uh, we are classy here at the podcast. Just just riffing off of JJ the whole time. Just
6: making fun of him.
2: The Monica Lewinsky of the committee. He
6: can't even defend them. Oh, you
2: didn't even that. you didn't hear that over there? No. I'm like, he's like the Monica Lewinsky secretary of the committee. He's really he's really ready to take a shot. No, I'll take that. The guy
6: who's giving you his 5G and you're just
2: I know, like, I'm just just riffing just, on him. Thanks again, JJ, for the five G for allowing us to stream on this. Five uh, G
6: sponsored
2: by. Sponsored by oh, yeah. Home Renovations. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it ran away before I could read it. All right, so let's get back to this beer. So what I was saying before he had uh, made his announcement is the the corn flavor, yeah, like almost like an American Lager, a little bit on the back end, but you have a lot of that Belgian notes working so well with it. Yeah. You and uh, you know, the way you work with food is just
6: glorious. Yeah, I like how you incorporate it. I, I try, I try to have balance. You know, you can overpower stuff easily, but the balance is is always what I try to do.
2: Was there a dish with purple corn so that you like had inspiration from?
6: Uh, chicha morado is like the drink that they normally make with purple corn. Okay. Um, can be fermented, isn't always fermented. Um, but essentially it's made by, well, so like purple corn, you don't eat it. You just boil it and you throw it in the boil, you get that color out of it and you get the flavor out of it. And then from there, they would continue to boil it down and add sugar, lime, other things to it. vodka, you know, Inca street corn. Yeah. And, uh, so, like, that flavor, I thought, would go very well in a beer just because it's, it's it's almost like a grapey wine, like, flavor that, like, when you just drink it alone. When you just drink it alone. Um. So, I thought that that could pair nicely and kind of bring into a beer. With, like, um,
2: the sweetness from, like, the Belgian.
6: Yeah. And I love Belgian. I mean, Belgian beers are, like, what I love, what I started drinking. And it was, like, I always wanted to brew Belgian, but I want to be different. Mm.
2: Hey, what I do, hey. Yeah. and you incorporate food and you incorporate, you know, like a dish from yeah. And that area. again,
6: it always goes back to history. And for me, it's like, all right, these are these are some of the true original ferment, fermenting Methods. cultures. Okay. And um, so that's why I use the purple corn.
2: Very cool. Yeah. I like this a lot. And you do, you do Belgian styles and Belgian yeast very well with a lot of your beers. I think, uh, is it, is it monkey business?
6: So the, yeah, so the monkey is uh is the wit
2: uh, is the wit yeah, yeah it's like a Belgian wit yeah. right and that is one of my favorites that you do so yeah. uh, I think you you work well with Belgian yeast and you you're very creative with it and I think that's what you're gonna bring to this beer fest. A lot of people are gonna be really excited about that. I, I hope so. <laughs> so you actually have another beer fest lined up now too.
6: Uh, well, I don't know, I don't know when, I don't know if it's a hundred percent official. It's not a hundred
2: percent official,
6: but. But Jack at Dr. Brew Littles is trying to put together October 30th, um, a, I don't know how large of a fest, but he's inviting, he's talked to a bunch of breweries in the area to bring to the parking lot there to have a little festival. So Nice. And
2: Dr. Brew Littles is going to host it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a nice, like, sized parking lot yeah. in the back, too, so they could probably get a Throw lot Throw up of,
6: a bunch of tents there. Exactly. And, yeah. And,
2: a lot of tents that are sorely missing here for the yeah, brewers. Pitch, um, a lot
6: of pitching tents, you know. I just
2: want to pour out a little bit for the uh for the breweries and uh, brewers out here that are just sweating to the oldies right now doing the beer fest. So. I mean, so,
6: so are the drinkers, so... Is I know, it, I'm, I'm
2: sweating under this tent. It's fair. Oh, it's
6: because you're sitting next to me, you know? I know. Yeah, You're so hot, Harry.
2: So hot <laughs> right now. <laughs> That's awesome! Yeah, this is this is great, and this is uh, it's good to uh, it's good to have you here with us as well. Yeah,
6: it's I been it's been a while.
2: It has. We what well, we talked about. It. It's been almost a year since the last time we hung in, out in
6: person. Yeah, in
2: person, yeah. an in person hangout. Last time we saw you was it uh, Odd
6: Logic. The last one was or was that no? The Odd no, Logic was way before. The... Yeah,
2: Doctor Littles was the last one when you guys were all dressed up in costumes.
6: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right.
2: And uh, yeah, that the incident. <laughs> the incident. Yeah. Oh man! <laughs> Good times. Does he have a scar from that?
6: I think so. Oh, I don't know. Awesome. I haven't looked. Did the
2: staples come out nicely?
6: I, I took them out myself. Okay. Yeah. With your teeth? Yep.
4: Ugh.
2: <laughs> but yeah, it's been about a year, so it's kind of cool to be in person with you again. Um, any like, any other new beers coming out? Anything um, new you're really hyped on that you're starting with?
6: I mean, right now I'm just trying to focus on a lot of um, my staples. So keep, I'm gonna keep releasing them. Um, You know, there's an Oktoberfest coming around the corner that I have. Um, A Doppelbach is also coming, so I'm doing a couple, like, basic lager beers. Okay, cool. Maybe people aren't so excited about, but, you know... We're excited, don't worry. I know. People who like beer might be excited about. People Uh who like
2: beer-flavored beer are very excited for that.
6: But, uh, yeah, that's really really it. Just looking for spots in North Jersey, too, you know, trying to hopefully find a final destination where I can actually start brewing in.
2: Oh yeah! So, the final, the final resting place yeah. of experiments, where it will, where it will grow roots and become something—a
6: a Jersey mega brewery. Yeah, hopefully one day. It's
2: gonna bring—it's gonna bring all the uh, your milkshake's gonna bring all the boys to the yard. Uh,
6: yeah, unfortunately no milkshake. But I actually <laughs> did also do—I uh, don't know if you've heard a great noise. Um, it's been going around in the beer industry. It's, um, you know, like a lot of brewers have been outed for,
2: yeah. So okay. So is this like the this... A collaboration
6: with them? They, they had like a homebrew, um, like sect. Yeah. Where they are like, here's the recipe, brew it. So it's actually like one of the first pails that I've ever brewed. It's a pale ale. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah. Um, I say, Cause you're... I
6: don't do a lot of, you know, IPAs and pails, but since that was the recipe, I kind of put my own spin on it. And it's going to be with, um, rubis tea and vanilla. Oh, nice. So it's like a four and a half percent.
2: Maybe some milk sugar in there?
6: No milk sugar. So wait, you're not going to put any milk sugar? Zero milk sugar.
2: Zero milk sugar. No. That. No lactose. Which means you're not going to put any... Lactose. No lactose. Wait, so you're saying there's absolutely no lactose? No,
6: the recipe didn't have it. No? Lactose. No lactose.
2: Okay, just making sure. Sam. there is Tom. vanilla.
6: There is vanilla. But it's like tea <laughs> vanilla. It's not like... Oh, okay. It's not like... and I, I mean i think
2: it's really starting to finally like the wheels are starting to roll now it was a little uh little chaotic in the beginning you know this is kind of a unique beer fest so I think the brewers and the brewery uh people were you know not used to uh starting out like this but it really looks like it's rolling now
6: yeah and it's uh I really i mean this is such a cool concept like i, I wish that I, like this breaks out and like more places do a like a like the fact that a brewery gets to come in to the people and speed date with them and explain. <laughs> I the love beer, the speed
2: date. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's
6: such. A, it is. It's speed dating for breweries. That's so awesome, and it, you know, you never get that at a at a beer fest. Yeah, it's
2: very. It's not as personal.
6: You, you can't stop and talk because the next person in line wants a beer. Yeah, so exactly. Like, the next hammered person in line I'm always that person where I'm talking to the brewer I'm like what trying if it is you go to the side
2: of the jockey box and talk to him a little bit
6: and everyone else is like can you get the hell out of here
2: (laughs) dude I've I've got work to do right now
6: (laughs) I need a drink (laughs) that's awesome
2: well um, I'm going to let you go so you can start serving some of your beer Um, any plugs you want to do for your social media and your website Um,
6: yeah I guess just uh, continue to follow me on uh, xbeer underscore nj on Instagram Um, Facebook is just experimental and experimental
5: all right, everybody. So, uh, there is, uh, our old buddy, Harry from, uh, experimental, uh, at X underscore NJ. Uh, so I, I'm going to be hopping in and out, I guess, doing these little interstitials. Uh, I'm going to keep them nice and short. Um, so Dan, uh, is going to be following that one up with, uh, twisted gingers brewery brewery. And, uh, uh, we've had uh, one of their beers on a, a past episode. Um, we look forward to talking to them in the future. Uh, so before we start, here's a, a pod drop. All right, uh, take it away, Dan.
2: Well, guys, we're back. That was fast. I, I honestly thought I was going to have more time in between brewers, but this is like a this is truly speed dating for breweries right now. Well,
7: speed drinking puts a whole drinking. new whole new sales perspective. I know uh, a lot more product.
2: Yeah, there's a ton more product going around. Well, it's awesome. It's awesome to see that the wheels are starting to turn now. It's a little a little bit rusty off the start there.
7: Careful, that's my nickname.
2: All right, all right, Rusty. <laughs> hey, it's the best best friends podcast. We're back live streaming here. We got Mark from Twisted Gingers here. How's it going, man?
7: Yes, indeed. It is a beautiful day, and we're pouring a beer that we're releasing today and uh it's one of my seasonal favorites i made it for rei oh okay so i used to work there during my build out i needed flexible flexible uh, need that retail life yeah that was that was fun um because there's a lot of cool toys in that store but uh basically it was right around when uh their opt outside slogan or campaign was starting and I was asked to make a beer for their all, all market meeting.
2: Oh, that's, a, that's a big uh, undertaking right there.
7: So I was like, well, you know, we were, I made a, an IPA. I put some Belgian malt in there to give it a really f- nice fall color to it. Um, it's dry hopped with Cascade and El Dorado, So it's got some really nice citrus notes, a little, um
2: a little can- bitterness
7: candy and, and, and stone fruit flavors sneaking in there. Um, but it was, it was one of those, what do we call it? It's, it's hoppy. And I was, I was on the loading dock with my buddy Owen, and he just goes, "Well, how about Hopped outside instead of opt outside?" And I yeah. was like, "Done, done, and done." And our, we first released it at the All City or the All Market meeting, and people went crazy over it. So we keep making it.
4: <laughs>
2: That's awesome, yeah, man. The retail life. So for the podcast, my co-host and I, we worked part time at Best Buy just so we can get a discount on all this gear so we can actually start this podcast. Oh yeah. So it was like, oh yeah, we, we love working here, and then they let us go, and we're like. So how do we get a discount on stuff now? So it's it's like you know. full
5: price. What <laughs> um,
2: I know paying more than like a dollar fifty for a phone charger is highway robbery.
7: <laughs> yeah, I have plenty of Thule and uh, all kinds of running gear that uh, oh, I yeah. certainly did not pay full price for. So that's one of the benefits. Great store. Great, great company. Uh, so were
2: you able to put REI on the can and anything too, as like any kind of marketing?
7: The, I didn't get that far. Uh, we just put the hashtag hopped outside where theirs is opt outside. Oh, okay. Uh, I honestly, I'm under so much pressure to, to move things along and run the business. You know, I, I actually now have five employees where I, it was just me a year ago. So <laughs> um, I say that, but like uh, getting labels done. Um, there's some legalities with including them that I I wanted to just get this out and maybe next year we'll revisit and knock. Uh, and you sued have the connect, connect yeah.
2: You have the connect. That's why I was going to ask if there was like some sort of like marketing that you had to kind of you know maybe go through some red tape for. But this beer is awesome, so
7: I'm, I'm enjoying l- it.
2: I love that you have the citrus notes when you do have a classic, almost like uh, American, yeah, like an American IPA, like bitterness to it. resinous bitterness on the back end.
7: The maltiness kind of helps the, the non-IPA drinker because that that bite from sometimes from a real strong West Coast is really a turnoff, right? Yeah. I wanted a big audience for this beer and we went a little easier on it and, and built it in such a way, we actually call it a Midwest IPA. <laughs> So it's like almost New like a England. hybrid, like a hybrid almost. Yep, yeah. People are like, "Well, I've never heard of that," and I'm from the Midwest, so I was like, "Well, we make shit up all the time." Well, yeah, I was gonna
2: say they. Uh, what are the other names? bi is another name for uh, this type of IPA. So people are calling them bi They call them like hybrids. Never heard that one, yeah. So like a lot of the, some of the like bigger areas in like southeastern Pennsylvania, like um levante and then even up in the northeast like up in the far northeast of pennsylvania new trails doing bi-coastal and they call them like almost like hybrid ipas where they're taking like you said you have those notes of citrus from like new england's but keeping that bitterness factor of like yeah. a classic bjcp style guide american ipa
7: it's actually easier to make because new england's are <laughs> they're a little extra work people love them but i think people have have kind of gotten tired of them a little bit. And, oh, okay. And we're we're selling a lot of west coast style. We have one west coast called Crystal on a Recorded Line because a telemarketer called me and I thought it was my malt supplier. <laughs> and her name was Crystal on a Recorded Line, so the the bitterness carried through in the name from me taking that phone call. But nonetheless, like we that was our number one seller when we first released it because people don't get enough of the traditional IPA styles anymore and I was like Let's do it.
2: That was the best name for a beer I've ever heard, or best origin story for a name I've ever heard.
7: <laughs> yeah, the label's awesome. We finally got a label done. For so like it like a telemarketer with
2: like the headset on and everything.
7: No, it's all different slogans of what you hear. Like, you know, your your car's warranty is is almost <laughs> up, or, or uh, oh, yeah, know, I'm calling you press, about your <laughs> press nine to be removed. and It's like, haha, because. They never remove
2: you. (laughs) This is state representative (laughs) so-and-so?
7: Yeah, it's all these important people. Like, your credit card's been stolen. I'm like, no, it hasn't, because Costco rings me directly when someone compromises my card. You're not Costco. (laughs) Yeah, you're not a cool store like that.
2: So you guys have uh, only been open for a year, does it sound? Uh,
7: It'll be two years, December 13th. December
2: 13th, awesome. And you guys are in Philadelphia?
7: We're in Yunk. Oh, Yunk, okay. We call it Upper Maniunk because it's kind of... Well, it's, it's above the stairs Right, people climb 123 steps from main street to get to our location. <laughs> we actually named a beer after that as like a little tribute to like all the people that come all sweaty in the doorway. They're like, man, I just walked up those stairs. I'm like, we have the perfect beer. I know you. you
2: should like market that to like the, uh, the CrossFit people. So they can, it's,
7: it's a session IPA <laughs> people are like, this is only four and a half percent. I'm like, embrace it, man. Like, cause you're gonna, it's it's 95 degrees out, man. Like there's, there's. Nothing wrong with drinking a light light ABV beer in this weather. Of course,
2: yeah. Keeping it crushable in the hot weather is ideal. And speaking of crushable, this beer right here. It's
7: five and um, a half.
2: Five and a half. Perfect for uh, being a crushable IPA. Um, You kept talking about the grapefruit notes as we were getting set up, which I was like sitting here sweating, like trying to set up the stream. Thank you, sir. And I was... I was like, "Oh man, I just want to try." You're like, "Oh man, this, this smells so good over there." I'm like typing away trying to set up this stream, and I'm just like, "Uh huh, cool, yeah, can't wait to drink it." Hold on, let me hit live first. <laughs> All right, looks like everyone's going away now. So uh...
7: <laughs> darn it, I gotta go back to work.
2: Oh, I was gonna say, finish your beer first, man.
7: <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks well, for hey, having me, man. Good having you, man. Thank you for coming on. Absolutely.
2: All right, guys, we'll be back with another stream here shortly.
5: All right, so next up, we have uh, Punch Buggy Brewing Company. Uh, They're out of Philadelphia. They're a nano brewery. Uh, They specialize in hot dogs, which, uh, you know, go check out their Instagram. Um, All their stuff on there looks pretty amazing. Um, You can can definitely uh, follow. I I would recommend uh, taking a, a, a gander at their Instagram page. It's at Punch Buggy Brewing Company on Instagram. Uh, so yeah, Dan uh, is gonna talk uh, with them and uh hey have another POD drop. We are,
4: we are
5: Sitting here as we're going live and I
2: see Andrew just drinking back there. So I'm like, oh yeah I was like it looks really good in the background. I just see you in the background drinking beer. <laughs> it's awesome. Oh, we got wide
4: angle my bad <laughs> Oh yeah it's I it how much is on camera. I've
2: just been like <laughs> You've been in the background, like dancing to Tom Petty and drinking beer. It's been it's been hilarious at the whole time. But um, hey, guys, uh, welcome back to the podcast stream. Uh, we've got a new uh, brewery here from the Four Local Beer Fest, and uh, I'm sorry, what was your name again, man? Patrick. We got Patrick from Punch Buggy Brewing Company. Patrick, thank you for uh, joining us. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So we are going to be cracking into the beer you brought here. Love the name Beetlejuice. It's a hazy IPA brew with Simcoe, Citra, and Cascade hops. Some of my favorite, uh, so yeah, we'll crack into this and get going.
4: That's right.
8: Yeah. So with this one, we, uh, you know, tried to go with, um, some juicy, some juicy hops, um, in different styles. So the hops themselves, we went with, um, some cryo hops, some incognito hops, and then some standard hops. Okay. Um, and then during the process, we mix it in and do a double dry hop, um, with a double crash also, um. So, you know, with that in mind, we're trying to, um, we're just trying to.
2: Hello, everybody. Cameron, <laughs> I knew it. I was like, oh, we're going to get stopped here. Everybody it's okay. I like, like I like to make fun of him while he does these no. announcements. All right, so
0: while the band is taking a moment on a break. Um, yeah, we'll just you know, sit here for a second. The winners of the brew quest. Uh, anybody who's aware, we had a. We're all winners, JJ. We had all the different breweries in the local area. Whoever went to as many as soon as possible won the brew quest. So Andrea and Bill are the winners of the Brew Quest.
2: Come on, how many other Bills are I here? I have
0: no last names, so they must know who Andrea and Bill are.
2: Yeah, there's like probably, right here. There's probably like 15 and Bills here. They
0: win um, ninety five dollars worth of beer. For- <laughs> JJ, you're
2: the best the announcer I've and- ever heard.
0: Second sin. Ooh, Thank awesome. You. <laughs> a yeah. all right That's great a good time to rotate I, I haven't been paying attention to time rotate, rotate, rotate.
2: <laughs> so uh yeah I guess we'll sit here and uh continue so you were talking about you said cryo standard and what was the other type of hop that you said you were using
8: uh it's a it's a newer uh way that they go about um using hops that um it's super concentrated um almost like a molasses and you gotta add it in a a certain certain point in the boil, uh, when you're bringing it down to a whirlpool. So, uh,
4: yeah, I've with that it. in
8: mind, yeah, I mean it, it brings a lot more to the table with uh, with aroma, um, and then with the you know flavor on the back end. Oh, we got JJ uh, with the juicy hops. Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: so yeah, because I've heard of cryo um, being you know super concentrated too. It's like something that people put in there because you can use less and get more of a more of an effect with like
8: exactly. you know, cryo
2: mosaic versus regular standard mosaic ops yeah. and stuff like that.
8: And when we were moving through this um, this recipe, you know, um, we added a little bit uh, a little bit in the front where we weren't adding it before to uh, just add a little that little bittering charge. And um, you know, I feel like the beer is right where I want it now. Um, and, yeah, this is one of the first beers that we came out with, uh, Beetlejuice, you know, playing off the name, Punch Buggy. I was going to say,
2: yeah, Punch Buggy, yeah. I saw Beetlejuice. I was like, is there a theme with, like, all of the beers that are, are they almost, almost all, like, Volkswagen-related?
8: No, no, we try to stay away from that, actually. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> one of our brewers doesn't really like when we, uh, when we actually... You know, head He's down like, that seriously
2: again. So yeah,
8: so we've been, you know, we just came out with a Blondale named Dolph Lundgren Blondale. So oh, that's, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, so that that's completely away from. If he dies, the he dies. Yeah, we were thinking of naming it that too, but oh man,
2: that'd be oh, that'd be uh, that's more of like a broken goblet name yeah. right there.
8: <laughs> yeah, I like broken goblet. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, no, it's good like, guys.
2: Yeah, good guys. Yeah. Where is he? Is he over there? I'm gonna have him on later. <laughs> yeah.
8: So yeah, with the can also we went with the. Uh, you know the juicy look to it squeezed orange in there
2: yeah you got the uh, you got the volkswagen beetle right there uh as the orange yeah. so that's
8: awesome well there is no orange in there there, there is, is no uh,
2: orange you have the citra kind
8: juicy flavor yeah. coming through from you know when we actually add the hop.
2: getting those citrus notes from it um yeah. and the cisco uh, simcoe and cascade uh you know class almost like classic ipa hops giving almost like a resinous bitter kind of flavor yeah. to it
8: personally simcoe is one of my favorites um we I think it's one, every brewer's favorite. Yeah, we <laughs> just did one called Simcoe Bomber, and I mean, it's it's hard to keep that one even on the shelf. Like as soon as we tap it, it's gone.
2: It's so versatile but because people people have told us on the podcast before. Like depending on what stage of the brewing process you put it into, you could you know either get like those American IPA like bitterness, or you can get like almost like candy kind exactly, of sweetness yeah. to it depending yeah, on where timing. it goes in. Yeah,
8: yeah, just when you throw it in. Uh, and when you add it, but I mean, as soon as you, you know, crack open a bag of that, it's like, it fill, <laughs> fills the whole room. It's delicious. Oh, it's, yeah. That's uh, awesome. It's my favorite. Bro. Uh,
2: I miss it. I miss in college cracking into bags like that, that filled the whole room. And then I had to put a towel at the bottom of my like, dorm <laughs> door.
8: <laughs>
2: Be like, ah, oh, shit. What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. You don't yeah. know what I'm talking about. <laughs>
8: <laughs> yeah. Those hops. Yeah. There's
2: literally a, vol- a Volkswagen Beetle on there. <laughs> I don't want to make any assumptions.
8: Yeah. yeah. No, that's maybe yeah. I'll be
2: a little quiet since 10 sevens here. That's and they, a hop you know, buggy. Yeah. Those former law enforcement guys are might be listening in on this. Yeah. I'm pretty <laughs> sure
8: they just use hops in their beer too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but,
2: but yeah, I, I, really enjoy the uh, citrus notes on this. Um, very light and drinkable. What's the, uh, I, uh, ABV on this
8: 6.3. Okay. So it's a uh, standard IPA. Yeah. Um, easy drinkable though. It's not a, uh, it doesn't have a lot of that hop burn that, you know, some, um, some West coast styles come with, um, And uh, yeah, I mean, it's sometimes it goes down too quick and it's a little dangerous. Yeah, I was going to say, very
2: light, um, super enjoyable on a day like today being like, yeah, 80 degrees, Uh, supposed to be partly cloudy, but I haven't seen a a cloud, let alone part of a cloud in a very long time. Yeah,
8: (laughs) Yeah, I know. We got one cloud a little bit ago. Everybody was cheering for it. (laughs) So
2: this this beer is like perfect for the weather here and uh, for local. So what do you think of the beer fest so far? And uh, kind of a a unique one for you guys? Yeah.
8: Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely a different take on it. It's pretty cool. You know, we're walking around all the tables instead of everybody coming to us. Yeah, you get uh, so to talk you kinda, a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got to give your pitch 24 times. But, yeah, it's uh, it's cool. Everybody asks different questions, you know. Um, yeah, and it's, it's, it's a um, diverse crowd, too,
2: because, I mean, we're – we've got like the uh we've got like a retirement community sitting in front of us right now yeah and then i look over and you've got some people like kind of in their you know 20s and 30s and you know it's pretty diverse that we've got this going on here this uh this crowd like right in front of us here of uh older people they were like are you guys gonna be loud over there like oh no totally not loud but you might hear a couple (laughs) f-bombs you might hear some cursing it might it might get a little weird yeah Uh, i mean when mike gets over here it might get it might get might get a little, it might get a little rowdy, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, but yeah. Um,
8: so far, it's it's the beginning of the fest, so yeah, it's, uh, it's beginning, it's early. Yeah. You know, people don't want to into their canes,
2: don't want to yeah. run people through all the beers too quickly and everything. Yeah. So
8: give it an hour, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. But uh, all right, thanks for having me. I think I got to bounce around to some more tables. Okay,
2: uh, yeah, appreciate yeah. you uh, coming on, guys. Um, yeah, do you guys so have uh, social
8: media or website you want to plug? We do. Yeah, you can find us on uh, our website, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. What's the handle? I don't know. Just type "Punch Buggy," you'll find it. Okay, awesome. All right, appreciate it, man. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Thanks.
2: All right, guys, we'll be back.
8: Man, it gets sweaty under that thing.
5: All right, so that was uh, Punch Buggy Brewing Company. Uh, he didn't know his, uh, social media handle. Uh, so I'll throw it out there. It's at punch buggy brewing company. I mean, it's pretty simple. Um, so up next, uh, Dan is speaking to, uh, the brewery that I am drinking right now, uh, to locals brewing company. Uh, so I'm drinking the, uh, the beer from the beer fest, uh, their prolific hazy IPA. Um, the, this Uh, brewery has a lot of hype behind it right now um dan really enjoyed speaking with them uh so uh i will uh let dan take it away and uh right before uh we do a pod drop
2: I'm so glad this cell phone is running this entire stream right now. We're running Wi-Fi off of just that right there. (laughs) (laughs) This is great. All right, so one half of the Best Best Friends podcast is here now with one half of the two locals. So you are one of two locals? Yes, sir. Of two locals? One
9: of two locals. It's me and my brother.
2: Hell yeah. So we've got Rich here from two locals. Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So uh, you guys... Have brought, looks like two locals. We got prolific hazy IPA that we're going to be drinking here. Yes, yes. Awesome. Uh, tell us a little bit about the beer while I pour these out for us.
9: Uh, so, uh, we contract brew. Uh, we contract brew out of Mainstay. Uh, we have this hazy, we have a brown ale, and a Belt and Wit. Uh, this hazy is brewed with oats and wheat, uh, hopped with Simcoe and Mosaic. So, and the nose, you know, it's really dank, a little bit of pine from this Simcoe. And then, and the flavor you gave, a little combination of both so it brings out a little mango a little pineapple um,
2: mango on the nose definitely for sure just dipping the nose in there and i love what you say the uh, simcoe the dank resinous like things you want to hear that an ipa should taste like exactly which is awesome but then combining like the you know the juice factor like you said like the tropical fruit notes and things like that exactly which is awesome here so cheers sir cheers man yeah thanks for coming on so So you said you contract brew through Mainstay. So uh, O'Reilly's operation then, right? Yeah, that's awesome. Um, He's our I would say for our podcast, he's been the white whale that we've been trying to like nail down for an interview (laughs) since like
9: since we started this. That'll be a two hour interview.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, I bet like the Duke could talk forever. But so a little like backstory of where we come from. So we're from the suburbs of Philadelphia and we grew up drinking Sly Fox beer. Sly Fox beer was, you know, I worked right next door to Sly Fox. I at one point I was living right down the road from Sly Fox. Sly Fox has been kind of a staple for me. Mm-hmm. And when I heard that he opened up his own place in Mainstay is at the old Yards location, right? Great. That's awesome. And and he opened up where it's just like, we have to talk about that beer, like just to see what he's doing, because we weren't getting Mainstay anywhere near us. And then finally we started getting it. But um, it's awesome that you so you guys are just kind of contract growing through that. And so how'd you guys, like, get started? How'd the brewery uh, come to come to um, fruition?
9: I started brewing in 2016. Um, okay. I got a one-gallon kit to make an Irish red ale from northernbrewery.com. Uh, um, the beer came out like Irish red ale that I've had. <laughs> so <laughs> at, Success. <laughs> <laughs> so after that, I was just on YouTube and things, reading blogs. Um, I joined the Philly Home uh, Brew Club. To uh, awesome. just to meet people that brew to learn, you know their their uh, secrets and to get feedback on my beers. Uh, my brother and I we always had a love for beer. We used to send pictures back and forth and stuff like that of beers that we liked. So um, after I brewed a couple times, I reached out to him. We started brewing at his house. Um, and in 2018, we made our our LLC and we released our first contract beers in March of this year.
2: Nice. So, you guys contract through. Do you guys have any sort of, like, storefront or brick and mortar that you guys sell out of, or is it, like, online sales with everything?
9: Yeah, it's only online. Uh, we do all the sales and distribution. Um, so, we're not in as many places as we would like, uh, but we'll get there. Yeah, it's still growing. Uh, I mean, yeah.
2: you guys had a pretty good come up this season. I mean, you guys you guys, going to be the Eagles games.
9: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's uh, pretty dope. Uh, the president uh, saw us with our Eagles hats on in one of the articles that we were in so he reached out to us and asked if we wanted to have our beer at the uh, stadium but they are also trying to bring in more local um, okay. um establishments but it's dope you know a team that we've watched all our life and- yeah right <laughs> <laughs> yeah now when you go to the game make sure you get a two locals beer
2: to locals beer. So, so you guys are just going to be at all of the stands as like an option there? Or are you guys going to have like your own stand separate from everything? Where like, hey, go check out four local and section so and so or something.
9: So to uh, start out, um, we're going to start out at the main craft beer stand, which is the stand on the right of the stadium as, okay. as you're leaving Kayla, as you're walking into the stadium, the Got right, it. the rubber, the, the gate on the right. Um, it's a big beer stand. They sell only craft beer there. Um, So, right there before you go to your seat get yourself a two locals
2: yeah that's awesome (laughs) it's great that uh, it's great that craft beer is becoming like more commonplace in sporting events like I went to the I went to my first Phillies game and I I guess in a year while everybody's you know first Phillies game uh, coming back after the pandemic and you know went around and I'm like okay you know beer really hasn't changed much and then I went by a craft beer bar like you said and I was like, "Holy shit! Is that a is that Levante? Is that?" Oh, yeah. And I'm like, "All right!" <laughs> and I go up there, and you know, I had all of this food in my hand, and I told the person, "I'm like, hey, do you mind like not cracking those cans so I can like carry them up there?" Like, no, you have to carry open beers, and all of those crab fries up to your seat oh, in the man. in the nosebleeds. Really like, God serious? damn it. Oh, dude, it was so bad. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I'll tip you $20 right now if you let us do it right now. <laughs> but, yeah, two locals. This beer is really good, man. Like, what's the ABV on this?
9: It's 6.4.
2: Okay, standard IPA uh, drinkability then.
9: Yeah, and we didn't want it to be uh, – It's not gonna smack you in the face with the hops. It's 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 more the more. It's easy drinking. Yeah,
2: I I would have guessed like five, maybe four. Like it's Mm -hmm. almost like a session IPA a little bit with the uh, with the taste on it. Uh, Mouth feels very. It's very light, so it's not heavy on the mouthfeel. A
9: little bit of dry doesn't leave too much.
2: No, dry is a good uh, good way to describe it. So that's awesome. Thank you. So what uh what's plan for the
9: future for uh, two locals? Trying to open up this space, man. Try to get a space. That's our focus. You know. uh, it's been great to be able to test our products out in the market and to have some kind of cash flow that we can use to open up our space, but you know, we can't brew when we want and we can't brew what we want. So we're just focused on trying to open up the space in Westfield.
2: Yeah. I think a space, and I have a, a friend coming around here, experimental, who's uh he's a home brewer who kind of shifts his beer out to people as well. So he doesn't have like the space and everything either. And I think like, that's like the next evolution now that we're out of the pandemic is having that space where you can talk to people about beer, like right here for Four Local. Yeah. You get to go around to the tables and talk about the beer with people. And I think that tasting room experience is what people have been missing. Yeah. So like a beer fest like Four Local here where people are coming around and talk like representatives from the breweries, either the brewer or somebody who's affiliated, talking about the beer with you is bringing back those those tasting room vibes.
9: Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I
2: think that's something. Yeah, it's been sorely missed by everybody coming yeah. out of like the last year. Yeah,
9: yeah. A lot of people go to Craft Hall because they hear that our beer is brewed there, but you can't buy our beer there. So Oh, uh, it really? shows that we need our own space, so people can. Exactly.
2: People are those. looking for yeah, two look local- I mean, I've I've talked to my counterpart, Tom. I'm like, we got to get two locals. I mean, I slid in your DMs. It's okay. You left yeah. me on red. It's fine. <laughs> it's whatever. I mean, it happens a lot. It's fine. Oh, it was me. <laughs> you know, but, yeah. Guys, just leave me on red right over here. But, uh, I mean, we were like, we got to get their beer, man. It just sounds it sounds awesome. Like, you guys, you said you're the first black-owned brewery in Philadelphia?
9: Yeah, in Philadelphia. Uh, first to market. Uh, Harris family, you know, they're out of Harrisburg. They're, yeah. They got their LLC first.
2: Yeah. And I have a actually, they, I think they were supposed to just like they were going to come here and just hang out. They, I don't know if they were bringing beer, but they were just going to be like, oh, we're coming here to hang oh, out. <laughs> I
9: would love to see my see my black brewing brothers.
2: I know. Yeah, actually, I think Harris was going to be like my just my like steady guest host who was going to help me interview people because <laughs> I'm usually the second banana on this podcast. Um, like my my counterparts, usually the main host. So like right now you're getting you're getting like the second guy here. You're getting like the assistant manager. Like when you want to speak to the manager and you get me, they're like, "He's not the manager."
9: Well, <laughs> oh, hey, if you ever can talk to the Harris family, I'm sure you know Tim and Sean. They're great people. Sean is a funny guy. Tim loves to drink. You know. <laughs> and they contract you. for it too, right? Uh, no, they so they they have their own space, but you know, they have their own space now. Just, okay. You know, just working to try to get everything that they need to open up their own space.
2: Okay, that's it. Yeah. So they got their space. I think they're just getting the equipment and everything yeah. now. I was, I was. Hearing about, like, they were, like, brewing through the places like Susquehanna and some of the areas out there in Harrisburg, helping them out with some of their...
9: I'm not too familiar with that. I don't know. I know they do uh, collabs like we have been, but, you know, Awesome. I wish them all the luck, because the better they do, the better that we can do.
2: So, yeah, I mean, you guys should definitely, like, do, like, you know, Central PA meets, you know, East Coast kind yeah, of collaboration and everything. Sure. That'd be awesome.
9: I can't wait until we open. I'm definitely going to have a collab with them, you know.
2: Oh,
4: definitely. So,
2: that's awesome, man. Well, um, yeah. Going back to the beer, I think uh, this was awesome. Uh, you. Do you guys have any like new releases coming up? or Anything that you guys are stoked on that's going to be like hitting shelves or you um, know hitting our, the online ordering?
9: Our Belgian wit, you know, it's been a long time that we've been talking about it, but I, I think it's going to come out at the end of this month.
2: That's a highly underrated uh, beer style. Yeah, like, people people don't like people don't like the Belgian wit either because they either don't like Belgians or they don't like 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 a wit beer, like a wheat uh, beer. Yeah. And I think, like, the Belgian is almost like the uh, the middle ground where I think, like, both of those people can kind of agree on that it's a good beer. Yeah. But I, they, they stay away from it.
9: I think it's a good intro into what craft beer is. I mean, I can't tell you how many people know what a blue moon is. You know? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I always talk about it. Like, there's certain ways, like like a Belgian wick can be like done where like you could get a little bit less fruit esters and be a little bit more refreshing or you can go full Belgium with it. Yeah, you know, yeah. In terms of like how much I guess eat, you're doing in the fermentation.
9: Yeah. 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 The, uh, how high you, uh, you, uh, ferment? but, uh, we want to, we like ours to be nice and citrusy. We actually add lemon peels to ours on top of the orange. And the oh, nice. So it's going to crisp light citrusy. We wanted it to be for the summer because that's really what it's for. But we're still going to put it out. You
2: know. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. people still want something to crush in the
9: fall, too. Yeah. I
2: mean, there's so many heavy beers. Just having a break and stuff would be uh, for
9: sure. Be awesome to do. For sure, and then something with a lot of flavor, you know. So, Hell yeah. it'll work out. Definitely.
2: So, I'm going to get you back to some of the paying customers here <laughs> that are out there. Um, if you want to plug your social media, go right on ahead.
9: Uh, Instagram, at Two Locals. Uh, Facebook, at uh, Two Locals Brewing. And com. if you would like any beer. Uh, we deliver in Philly. If you're outside of Philly, I'm, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> sorry, outside of Philly. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> awesome, man. Hey, appreciate it, man. Um, hey, guys, we'll be right back with
0: uh, another brewery. So, see you. All
5: right, so that was Two Locals. Uh, so, um... Yeah, I'm looking forward to having them on. Uh, so up next is a uh, a multi-time guest for us, but uh, sort of. <laughs> so <laughs> so if you uh, if you followed along with the stream, you'd see this. Uh, Dan kind of threw this out there. Um, this is uh, odd logic, sort of. Um, so the way Dan exp- explained it to me was that uh, they asked one of their regulars to come Talk about the beer at the beer fest. I don't know. Uh, I'm very interested in hearing what happens. Um, I guess you should be too. Uh, So, uh, I mean, let's listen. Also, Pod Drop.
2: All right, we're live. Back on the podcast, streaming from the four local beer fest. We're here with. odd logic Sort sort of sort of we've got Sean from odd logic over here now now Sean this is your first beer fest you've ever worked
4: correct correct I've been to many but this is the first one actually working
2: and you don't actually work for odd logic do you
4: uh, I would like to, eventually. That's the goal. <laughs> so
2: you're not on a W-2 or anything. No, so. no. So I'm not here. on payroll.
4: No, I uh, I volunteered to help as much as I could with anything you needed.
2: This is a podcast first. <laughs> we, we have a we have a fan working to be our best.
4: They make the best hosts.
2: Uh, that's awesome. So, yeah, I mean... Odd Logic is no stranger to our podcast and obviously no stranger to you as well um, so you're a huge fan of Odd Logic and they decided to call you up and put you on payroll for the day huh? yes they did Awesome. <laughs> and they brought one of the beers that's near and dear to our uh, podcast here it's uh, Stigma Crusher so uh, I'm going to pour these out for us and then Sean's
4: going to read off his little piece of paper here <laughs> I'll try it without reading, I think I can get it now
2: Please please read off the paper.
4: Would you like me to?
2: Sean, pick up the paper. All
4: right. (laughs) All right, go. (laughs) Stigma Crusher is a 5.5% hazy pale ale that was created to help raise funds and support for mental health awareness. We partnered with the National Alliance of Mental Illness, or NAMI for short, more specifically their Bucks County chapter, to bring this initiative to life. We donate the proceeds of every batch that we brew to NAMI Bucks County, and it has allowed them to fund multiple programs for months at a time. This year, actually, our yeast supplier opened up an East Coast facility in Philadelphia and reached out to join the initiative by donating the yeast for every batch brewed.
2: I wish you could just like read uh, like bedtime stories for me.
4: I mean, we can Such a nice something. voice, right there. Thank you. I've always told I, you should just I, do
2: like like audiobooks.
4: I guess I have a new <laughs> career path.
2: Yeah, audiobooks. <laughs> I think it was hilarious when I was like, you know what, let me, I'll, I'll pull up the tasting notes for the pale ale, that way we can talk about it. And you're like, hold on, I haven't eaten, I, I, I have a piece of paper. Listen, have I you have, been whipping out the paper at no, every table? I have not. Okay, you've memorized. Been,
4: I've memorized it, and I'm telling it in different ways, based on how the conversations go at the tables, which is good. But uh, just getting that initiative out there and letting know for the all the mental health awareness and all
2: that yeah this is something that odd logic and like tim especially is just passionate about um i mean he couldn't say enough things when we were on the podcast about what he sought to do with this and it's awesome when like breweries and beer fests you know come together for a uh you know for a charity for an organization to raise awareness it's it's awesome and you know we're at four local right now is raising awareness and raising money for laurel house which is
4: great that's exactly why we brought the Stigma Crusher, you know, join in all the charity events.
2: Nice. So you've been a fan of Odd Logic since the beginning? Yes. Since the beginning. Yeah. First first one through the door? No,
4: I was actually <laughs> not. I actually went like right before the pandemic hit and they had to close their doors.
2: Oh, so okay. I got,
4: I got that taste and then it got taken away from me for a little first bit. First one to have cans put in the passenger side seat of his car? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> and uh, ever since then, I just keep going back. Every, nice. Every beer is good. They haven't had a bad one. They love to try different things. And everything, they're for, their, their, their atmosphere there is just fantastic. They
2: have one of the best uh, like brewery atmospheres yes. I've ever seen. Uh, I love the spray paint, the street art outside oh, is yeah. awesome. Um, they always have a slamming food truck. Yep. Um, if I didn't live like an hour and a, like over an hour away from the place, I'd be there almost all the time. Like,
4: Luckily, I live five minutes down the road. I know
2: you're just you're just walking <laughs> there. Okay. No, that's a
4: little too much. I'm, I'm I don't like to walk. All right,
2: five driving. All right, there you go. five driving. <laughs> Not a big walker, no. Not a walker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome, Ed. Yeah. But um, hey, glad you could come on and talk about this beer. What is Thanks. your favorite Thanks. beer Thanks. at
4: Alba? I don't. I don't think I have a favorite. I don't have a favorite. Oh, well, oh, true, start with me. a
2: true fan
4: over here. A true fanboy. No, um I love trying all the different things he's tried. And recently, he made a, um, what he called the anomaly. It was a hazy IPA that was dark. It was pretty much black. He talked about this one. Yes. Yeah. So and it
2: had the, it was it the roasted malt that he put in it. Uh,
4: I believe it was. Yeah. The he, t-
2: he talked about putting the roasted malt in it yeah. and It came out dark. It came out. It, this was on dark. our episode about, I'd say about two weeks ago. He okay, talked about yeah. this. Yeah. I was just
4: talking to him this morning about it. I still actually have a can or two in my fridge and he's excited to have me bring it back in. Cause right now he's uh, working on creating that again, but without dark. That's awesome. So. Um, I think we had, uh, we had into another
2: dimension on our podcast when we okay. talked to him and, hit their ipa game because right now tim has kind of assumed the owning and brewing mm-hmm. like head brewer responsibilities now so like he's kind of taken the helm on a lot there okay and with his assistant brewer they have been making some killer ipas yeah lately. they're they, they definitely going have. into the ipa game but i mean they've always had really good stouts and yeah um the, the spray paint can one is one that, yeah. I've,
4: that was probably it would probably be up there as one of
2: the top one of the top beers. And he said he still had one in the uh, in the fridge that uh, he was going to save for me. So I hope... Uh, you should
4: have told me. I would have brought it up. Oh, man. You should have reached out. I should have. See the problem here?
2: Yeah. See? See, I, I don't prepare much. I just <laughs> say, I'm just going to have the people come to me. Tim's going to be there, of course. <laughs> no. Nope. And then the, I see some this guy. Stranger. I'm just like, who's this guy with an Odd Logic t-shirt on? <laughs> this is some stranger. Just literally some stranger. Literally does not even work for them. <laughs>
4: hey, I think we make the best people to promote the beer. I
2: don't know, I agree. I agree. <laughs> that's that's why we do the podcast. So yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. So, uh, tasting notes on this I mean, it's, I know it's called Stigma Crusher, but it's also an extremely crushable. Yes. PLL. So it's very
4: light and refreshing. Easy very to fruity. drink.
2: And I think what we're looking at 5.5%. Yeah. So, uh, Odd Logic, they do great work there, um, guys. So, I'm not even going to make you actually. Do you know their social media? Can you can you say it off the top of your head? Can you promote their social media right now?
4: Uh, I believe they're on Facebook and Instagram. At? At, At Logic Brewing Company.
2: At, At Logic Brewing. Close. No, it's okay. Okay, I, I still remember it off the top of my head because I had to write up <laughs> notes from the last episode. So. Yeah, uh, no worries.
4: Don't worries. I got you. I'm still working on all the social <laughs> media things. I'm not very hip i guess you put it you don't have
2: to you don't even work for a man i'm just putting you on the spot i'm sorry i appreciate it (laughs) but yeah guys go check them out in bensalem pennsylvania bristol bristol sorry
4: you thought you knew everything
2: it's bristol bensalem it's that whole northeast area they they love they love it's bensalem i know i know come on (laughs) i say it to anger people oh it worked i'm
4: not even from there
2: I heard a comedian say Benzulum one time when they were going around talking about their tour dates and oh, I and it stuck, didn't it? It stuck.
4: Now I I, I can't I can't not say it. That's okay. I live in Levittown and I've heard leave it Town.
2: Ah, uh, appropriate. That's what I heard too. All right, man. Hey. Appreciate you coming on, man. Thank you very much. All right, we'll be back with uh, maybe some people who actually work at the breweries,
4: but this was a ton of fun. <laughs> yes it was.
5: So you know, uh I, I'm starting to feel as though um this is this is my punishment for not being able to go to the uh to the beer fest. Here I am editing this uh this whole uh it it's a it's it's a I'm putting together like a 4000 piece puzzle right now. Uh I'm I'm sitting alone in the in the friend zone uh drinking a beer and uh I'm just trying to piece this together and and make it sound coherent. I, not not it sound coherent because Dan did a great job uh, interviewing these guys. It's just uh, our editing process is very simple. We record the podcast, we stick it in a, an editing program, throw a, the intro a, outro on, pump it out, and then it's done. Now, I, I this one I have you know multiple interviews and pieces to put together, and I'm just rambling now. I, I figured we you know maybe we'd switch it up a little bit. Um, but yeah, this, uh, I'm drinking, still drinking the, on the, uh, the two locals prolific and it's a really great, uh, IPA, great mouthfeel, um, a uh, little call back there anyway. So up next, uh, up next, we have a, uh, a, a guest that is should be fresh in your mind, uh, because, uh, they were on last week. Uh, this is Dan's going to be talking to uh Tannery Run. Um, so uh, yeah, here's another. I don't even, I don't, did I play all the pod drops? Uh, I don't think so. So here's a pod drop. We are, we are,
2: the the awesome, welcome back everybody to the best best friends podcast stream. Uh, over here at four local beer fest, and you're taking pictures. Do I have to do like the? Like the peace sign, like...
10: I think you have the duck face. (laughs) Duck face, like...
2: (laughs) Duck face, just... ah, It's so uncomfortable. It just hurt my face doing that.
10: It's not... (laughs) It's not pretty.
2: It is not. Uh, Yeah, so guys, we're broadcasting from the Four Local Beer Fest. Um, Just a few weeks ago, we had Tannery Run, and we have them back on the podcast. We've got Carly. How's it going?
10: It's great. Thanks for uh, having us.
2: Hey, I'm I'm glad you're enjoying some of the shade here. That uh, <laughs> I,
10: I'm enjoying. I think half of the shade. Are you Are you half?
2: Oh yeah, I can see the sun right there. It's
10: all good.
2: Uh, it's okay. You can squeeze over. I got a little bit of room right here. So if you need to get a little bit more in the shade,
10: you know I do like sunshine, uh, happy days, cupcakes, puppies, <laughs> all of those things.
2: But it's 84 degrees, and I'm sweating under here, so...
10: Well, I, I am proud to say that the uh, printouts that I brought, they are thick, so they make excellent fans as well. Ah,
2: excellent ventilation. Yes. <laughs> there was a breeze here earlier, but I have no idea where it went, so...
10: Maybe we'll see it again.
2: <laughs> so you guys are pouring the same beers that we had on the podcast here, so... Yes. We're going to talk a little bit more about uh, the Tiamat Lager Boots, which is a Hoppy Amber Lager. So that
10: sounds delicious. Let's... Um I, I could use a little bit if uh, you wouldn't mind pouring some. Oh,
2: I I will pour it. If you would like to uh, talk about it and just go sure. over the, uh, the beer description itself, I'll go ahead and pour these
10: out. Absolutely. So uh, today I brought the Pink Boots Splatch beer that is two different beers that we brewed from the same base. Uh, we are having the Tiamat Lager Boots. It's a hoppy amber lager um super delicious uh the other side is the safira strong ale that i'm gonna save that one for later
2: that's a that's an evening beer
10: it is a dessert um maybe with the cigar later on when the sun is not beating (laughs) down on you um but uh here let's let's wet that whistle cheers cheers
2: this is what I've been trying to propose to all the brewers is, hey, you guys have been working hard. Come sit in the shape. Have yes. a beer.
10: Yeah, seriously. So um, as I mentioned on the podcast before, this uh, beer is a collaboration. So the malt is from Deer Creek Malt House in Delco. Shout out to Delco. And Delco only. strong. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's the first crack.
2: <laughs> it's, oh uh, yeah, the crack. It's it, It's the crack. Can't, can't be Delco without the craft. There you
10: go. Um, delicious beer, and the hops are the uh, YCH Pink Boots 2020 hop blend. So this beer you will never see again.
2: So this is all original right here. So, right here.
10: It's the spot. It's the place. And this is going down my
2: And what I like about this beer is just well-balanced with the maltiness, and there is the floral hop character with it. What I also love about this beer is my wife likes lagers now. <laughs> I I was doing a podcast earlier and the uh, I hear her over there she's like I usually don't like lagers but this is really good. I went <gasps> It was just like a big gasp in the, like in my heart I was like thank you. Cuz I have so many compliment. lagers in my beer fridge and she just she kills all my IPAs and then I'm just left with all the I'm left with all the lagers which I mean it's not a bad thing. Don't get me wrong, but,
10: but you like little, variety. little
2: variety. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I want a hazy.
10: Well, I'm really, really pleased that uh, she she took to the lager side for us. Yeah, I think
2: it's going over very well with people, just hearing the whispers uh, around here. So, yeah, um, you it? guys have, like, a unique brewing method. Have people been really, like, kind of captivated by it as you kind of talk to them at the tables?
10: Yeah, um, a lot of people seem to be very interested by it. Uh, there are quite a few folks who knew about Splash Brewing already. Oh, nice. So, um, uh, a bunch of people have already been to Town & Run, so I think... I, I just feel really good yeah you know? I was gonna say that's
2: that's a nice uh, that's a nice confidence boost that people have like I've been to your website I read the I read the uh, steps <laughs> right I know what you guys do
10: <laughs> I participated <laughs> and even better if they have spent money at your establishment and enjoyed their experience and have been back multiple times um, that's that's what we all want that's what we're all hoping for and,
2: exactly and, and this experience. is a nice um, I guess unique, method for the beer fest because you get to walk around and talk about the beer with everybody yeah and it's a little bit more personal than just a line in front of a jockey box you know and just giving out pours to everybody and having them go about their business
10: yeah i i gotta say i really like this idea um you know, traveling from table to table, I am saying a lot of the same thing. I'm not sure what I've said to what table, so it gets like a little confusing on that front. What
2: have I told you already?
10: Right? I'm like, pink boots, pink boots, blah, blah, blah. Um, I feel very much like I'm proselytizing to, to the masses, like come to the pink boots side. Um, this is actually a good place to insert a plug for our next meeting, next pink boots meeting, which is this coming Tuesday. At Attic Brewing Company at 6 o'clock. It is open to men and women that are interested in learning more about the Pink Boots Society. So,
2: Awesome. Is uh, Todd and Laura going to be in attendance?
10: Uh, I hope so. It's at their place.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know if they were part of the society or if they were just hosting it. That's 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 awesome. Uh, Two great people in the brewing industry in Philadelphia. Just won a GABF this year again. So, I mean, what? Two years in a row they're going to win GABF and they've, what, been around only two years? (laughs)
10: that's a pretty good track record I know I think they're doing something right
2: yeah they're great people and Mm -hmm. it's awesome that they're you know hosting these things and you guys are kind of doing this and
10: right so I know Laura through our local Pink Boots chapter oh awesome yeah very cool yeah good stuff
2: so, so, what is your what is your other half doing? I, w- I wasn't going to say better half. I was going to say your other half.
10: <laughs> um, he was... <laughs> is he with, manning the fort today? He was with our son earlier, and he will be manning the fort later.
2: Oh, okay, so he's yeah. the evening guy?
10: <laughs> he is. He's got the transition to the grandparent uh, sleepover first. Oh, so, okay. he's taking care of that. Um, and then, uh, I don't know, doing whatever needs to be done at the pub. I think he was bartending last night. Oh, okay. Brewed during the day. So man he just is working his tail off
2: he is i mean man that's he's gonna be the party boy tonight though after all this work he's just (laughs) gonna be like he's gonna be bartending and they're like what's that over there that's my beer don't worry about that beer
10: don't look at that um i will say that yesterday i got my first tavor package
2: Okay. For, so for
10: those who do not know, Tavor is a beer delivery service. We're
2: yeah. very familiar with Tavor. We actually had a we had a promo code going for a while oh, really? where you could save ten percent off your first box by using Best Best Friends Pod. I have no idea if wow. it is still active, but we had one.
10: So so the code is best best friends?
2: Yep. P O D.
10: Yeah, okay. Okay.
2: Best Best Friends P-O-D. And I can actually see across the table, as I say, P.O.D., Mike Locke is staring daggers at me. He's not. I'm just kidding.
10: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I got this huge box yesterday, giant box. Um, I was not able to be at the Barrel and Flow Fest, the Black Beer Festival last so weekend So you got Pittsburgh. the Barrel and Flow box, too. I got that. I got the 15 um, beer collab. So there are 15 different black beer collabs that went into the festival and then i got another thing and another thing so i bought way more beer than i meant to
2: i've heard about this barrel and flow actually uh andrew over there with uh craft beer diaries uh the guy who's been taking pictures uh yeah. as we've been sitting here he was talking about that uh that box as well oh
10: you got the box too
2: the uh barrel <laughs> and flow
10: yes yes <laughs> i just got mine yesterday oh, That's awesome. i uh, i haven't had any of the beer yet but i can't wait I did also get a hop culture uh pink lady, pink lady oh, nice. glass. So I'm looking forward to reviewing the beers with the glass. Oh, it's That'd gonna be, be a be beautiful. whole beautiful come together real nicely. He's F- great. Fantastic.
2: He, he's the reason I had to go to uh like a narrow frame for the lens, so my
10: my media mask. a media mask. Oh, instead of a media pass, you get a media <laughs> mask. Battleship uh, beer festival. A lot nice. of people.
2: Nice. Yeah, I actually, um, the camera's a little different for this. Uh, if you guys have been following along with our live stream, I actually had to go to a narrow lens because I had it on wide angle and basically we were talking while you could just see Andrew drinking in the back the entire (laughs) time. It was just Andrew (laughs) chugging beers. I'm like talking with two locals and I just see him shotgunning beer behind me and I'm just like,
10: (laughs) is it shotgun Friday? No, that was yesterday. I know it's not even shotgun Friday and he's still doing it. (laughs) But it is a beer festival. So. It is a beer
2: festival. He's having a good time. Nice guy. He brings the beers over. Takes pictures. You know, he's been uh, he's been hooking it up. So it's been a lot of fun. Good deal. Um, good deal. I mean, going back to this beer, so refreshing on a hot day like this. I'm glad um, we didn't do the strong ale. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled it out. I was like, no, we're not no, doing that. No, <laughs> no. So this is this
10: is a 4.4 percent. The strong ale is a 10.2. Uh, yeah, you don't <laughs> want to do that when you're
2: sweating. Oh, definitely not oh man we have people who are just like Come to the shade side. They're, they're grabbing our shade are you looking at uh are you looking at our setup here yep <laughs> so uh yeah i mean this is perfectly crushable uh this is good for the 84 degree weather yep um how have people uh have people enjoyed the uh the strong ale
10: they have, um, I'd say... Has that
2: guy with the unbuttoned shirt enjoyed the strong ale?
10: Right, it looks like it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm living my best life. This guy's
2: living his best strong ale life right now.
10: <laughs> um, I think there's only been one table that wasn't like really into strong ales, but they still were like, okay, I'll taste it.
2: Yeah, yeah like, you have to give it a try.
10: Honestly, you just need to smell it. <laughs> I mean you, you like get the essence of it yeah it's it's right.
2: like you said it's an evening beer yeah. grab a cigar relax mm-hmm. I mean if it was a cold evening maybe have a fire but now nah, this would be like right in front of the air conditioner vent yeah. while I watch uh, TV tonight kind of beer
10: um, <laughs> after, I say, after this these beers are not going to be around very long
2: I know this is kind of like the, the end of the line right yeah well, go for it yeah, enjoy I mean you've been uh, walking around kill that
10: thank you There, I will Um, I was thinking the Saphira would be great, like a wintertime beer. Unless, hey, maybe if we get a cold
2: front or something. If you
10: buy a four-pack today and age it, that is the only way it's going to stay around. I think there's maybe two cases left.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm probably going to age the ones I have with the rest of my Belgians that sit in the bottom of my fridge. Yeah. So uh, I'll keep that one. I'll keep that one aging for a little while.
10: Cold night.
2: Little little cold night beverage with a, I mean, we need cigars.
10: (laughs) <laughs> make friends yeah
2: you got patrick trying to snuggle with me over here try to get warm
10: <laughs> not today no dreaming, no no dreaming of colder days
2: all right so do you guys have anything else coming up or do you want to talk uh, about a uh, let's see
10: ember Am- Am- october It is uh, a street festival on our doorsteps. They closed down Butler Avenue.
2: Oh, awesome. It
10: is um, not next weekend, but the weekend after, October 1st and 2nd. Friday night, and then Saturday, we're talking drinking in the streets. We're talking live music. We're talking my birthday,
4: which
10: is the most important part of all of
2: (laughs) it. Ambler's going to be lit. Is that what the kids say? Lit? Can Uh, I say that?
10: I don't know if I'm considered a kid anymore. Can I say
2: litty? (laughs) Can I can I make it like
10: It's fire.
2: It's fire? Oh yeah, fire emoji. It's gonna be fire emoji.
10: <laughs> hashtag millennial status.
2: Oh man. No no hashtag
10: splatch pack I know. for both of these.
2: <laughs> awesome. Oh hey. Thanks for coming to uh, you know talk to us about your beer again. Um, Thank
10: you. Always a good time. Always a pleasure. I feel like you should ask me some random question, Like out of the I, don't blue. I,
2: I don't have any random questions. I've been just trying to. I've been trying to keep it in line. And like if it diverges into something crazy, it would. And like we almost got into crack. So yeah, I mean it, I wanna, it almost got I there. I don't want to go there. Yeah, it almost got there, and I pulled it back. I was yeah, like, wait, wait. You know, know. It's, we've got this. We got these table of blue hairs in front of us. I don't want to talk about crack too much.
10: <laughs> uh you not today
2: we got the Jesus alumni that's going oh
10: <laughs> snap now I um I met some really interesting people here today oh yeah and um I'm I'm really glad that there are folks maybe later in life in retirement that are discovering Cicerone for the first time oh I know they're just going craft beer crazy they're like what do we do now I don't know we're gonna learn something about beer like for real you just want to give them
2: a strong ale and see what happens
10: they
2: were the best. Yeah. Just here. Have this strong Woo! out. See what happens.
10: <laughs> there, there's a lot of love here.
2: There's a lot of love here. Uh, people are getting to know the breweries. Uh, the owners are... It's giving that tasting room experience that we missed for an entire year.
10: It is. I know this is the first beer festival for a lot of the brewers and attendees. So it's really nice to see everything come together smoothly. I want to do a shout out to Mike for running an awesome beer festival. Um and and smiling faces yeah it may be a little bit warmer than people are comfortable with but all in all this is dope af
2: (laughs) oh millennial speak got more we got more (laughs) awesome uh you want to plug your uh, social media website? Oh, yeah.
10: So, Tannery Run, uh, tanneryrun.com. Find us on the FaceSpace, on the InstaWeb, on all those places. <laughs> Even on, what's it called? LinkedIn. We got one of those too. <laughs> That's because I'm Carly and I'm turbo like that. Um, did you see my printout for today? So, we're an Ambler. We're I think white... you're the
2: first brewery that plugged LinkedIn. <laughs>
10: I will say the content on there is Submit your not resume. as up-to-date as we would like, but if yes, we are hiring. Um, if you are looking for a job in craft room, that does not mean we have production jobs available, but maybe we do. I don't know.
2: Just to get your toes in there. Just yeah. get your toes in there.
10: Come come check us out. We're open Thursday through Sunday. Uh, dinner time. We are excellent for dinner and date. If you go to the Amber Theater across the street.
2: Food looks amazing, by the way. The food I, is good. Yeah, uh, chicken sandwiches there. I, I just keep looking. I'm like, man, I gotta
10: get in on that. Yeah, when are you stopping by? I, I don't know.
2: I'm, I'm trying to get. To, I mean, I can't even get Tom to attend a podcast live session, let alone hang out with me. You
10: might have to go solo.
2: I know. I might have to do one half again. The one half run. It's, it's like
10: <laughs> drink half the splash.
2: Half a splash. I'm just going, honey. I'm just going for a half a splash. I'll be right back.
10: But it's not the full experience. Oh, well, thank you.
2: You're welcome guys. We'll uh, we'll be back with someone else. Maybe who knows, but, uh, Hey, thanks a lot.
10: Thank you.
2: Cheers.
5: Cheers. All right, folks, Dan will never fly solo. Don't worry. Uh, it's, it's never going to happen. Uh, he needs, uh, he, he needs the comfort of, uh, of mama bird here. Uh, he will he'll never fly the uh, the nest like that. Uh anyway, so uh that was Tannery Run. Uh you know, we're gonna we're gonna splatch it up. Dan, uh if you're listening to this, we're gonna splash it up over there. Um we keep they, they keep saying the the four local beer fest and all I can think about is I, I keep wanting to think it's the four non blondes fest. You know, you guys remember four non blondes? You know. I would go to the Four Non Blondes beer fest, totally. I mean, I, I mean, I I think that would be. I probably, I I would pay a lot of money to do that. Just go to a beer fest where Four Non Blondes were there and playing the one song that they had over and over and over again. I would. I would. I. All right. I'm gonna make some calls. All right. In the meantime, uh, I'm out of. Uh, I'm out of, uh, yeah, I'm out of POD drops guys. That was quick. Uh, I don't know what happened anyway. So, uh, Dan's, uh, next guest is, uh, I don't even know. Here we go. Round guys. Okay. So another past guest round guys, uh, we're going to, he's going to talk to them. Um, here's, uh, here's Dan's music.
2: Okay, I think we're live. <laughs> awesome! So, hey, uh, best best friends podcast in the world, still at the four local beer fest, hanging out with all the brewers and people representing the breweries as we uh, sit here through the festival. Uh, right now, uh, we've got a returning brewery, uh, but new guest. We got Jake from Round Guys. What's going on, Jake? Not much.
10: How's it going? Not much, man. Just just hanging out. You know, <laughs> just
2: really going. It's it's all good. I got a. Uh, I got Punch Buggy who got really nervous on this. He's like, oh, am I going to hear my voice? This is weird. Yeah, it's a little different. <laughs> oh, shit, did I lose my cup?
3: Oh, yes, you
2: did. It's, uh, it's all good. I got I got more. Oh, I got more. Don't worry. Oh, we got it back. Uh, yeah, so um, we're going to be featuring one of uh, Round Guys beers that they brought here. So you guys brought... Actually, we had the double IPA iteration of this. So we are going to be drinking Triple Swords. Is that... Is that, or is it three times the swords? swords. Triple swords. Is that what we call it? All right. So we got triple swords from Round Guys. So I'm going to pour out some pours for me and my friend Jake here. And uh, Jake, tell us about the beer.
3: So if you're familiar with Round Guys, you'll be familiar with our flagship IPA, Liquid Swords, which is already a double IPA, as you mentioned. Um, And this is like a supercharged version of that. So um, we up the ABV, we uh, up the hops, and. uh, Added more hops to the work? Yes, we did. And we used a really cool new product called Salvo, Salvo Hops. And it's a product from Hopsteiner where they kind of remove the alpha acids, the bittering component of hops, and they leave the oils and uh, flavor and aroma components of the hops. Oh, and okay. It's like, a, it's like a hop extract or, or resin that we, we threw into the whirlpool with uh, Comet and Cascade varieties.
2: Nice. Yeah, we were just talking about that type of uh, the Salvo Hops with uh, one of the other, I think it was, punch buggy was oh. talking about using it in there so they use cryo standard and salvo in their uh, in their recipe so actually same with us in this one too and same with that oh yeah. awesome so this is kind of it removes kind of the bittering factors of the hops leaves all the floral or i would say floral tropical notes on the nose and everything
3: right yeah we used comet and cascade so a lot of citrus in there. oh yeah and then we dry hopped with cascade and citra which we usually do for our liquid swords uh, and then because it's triple, we did a triple dry hop. Oh, okay. A
2: Tdh, got it.
3: Kohatu, which is a New Zealand hop, which is a, gives you all the kind of like tropical fruit flavors that you would expect in a New Zealand hop, but kind of. Sound like
2: you said Mugatu, like <laughs> uh, like from New <laughs> Zealand. Yeah. It's like so Mugatu. hot right now. <laughs> so yeah. hot.
3: <laughs> yeah, um, gives you a little piney, woodsy flavor too.
2: Nice. Hey, cheers, man. Cheers. So we get to the end of the beer fest and finally the cloud covers here. Right. Oh, wow. This is this is dangerously smooth, man. As you've been saying that everyone's been saying this about the, the uh, word beer. of the day. Yeah. It's almost as smooth as the guy who's walking around with the unbuttoned shirt that says keep calm and carry on I think oh, yeah. on the back of it. Have you seen that guy?
3: Yeah, that guy's, <laughs> that guy's boss for sure.
2: That guy's boss boss level. Yeah. He's had a couple of triple swords yeah, in him right now. He's ready to mm-hmm. rock. Yeah. Yeah, this is um this is almost smoother than liquid swords I would say
4: yeah.
2: <laughs> it's liquid swords has like I like it because it has a little bit of the IPA bite and mm-hmm. I like I like Ipas that remind me that it's still like an IPA okay. like you get that piney resinous with this it's like it's really it's dangerously smooth thanks me so what was the uh, what was the premise behind us? So you guys just decided like, hey, everyone likes liquid sores. We're gonna we're gonna up it a notch.
3: Pretty much, we just celebrated our anniversary party a couple weeks ago.
2: Is it ten or eleven years?
3: Um, was, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think like, it was ten years. I think, I think it was the ten. Yeah, I think so. Or is it
2: the nine year? I don't know. I, I, I'll look it. I was up. gonna say
3: nine. <laughs> to be honest, but because um, I so, mean, yeah.
2: I forget how long you guys have been there. It's been a while. <laughs> But uh, so, yeah. yeah, you guys did your anniversary party. You guys had some great bands playing, as always. Yeah. Uh, round Guys, for me, uh, being kind of like in the Lansdale music scene has always been synonymous with great local shows. Uh, you guys always have great bands playing. You guys are always music-centric. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Liquid Swords is, I mean, a music reference right there. Yeah, so,
3: it's song, Wu-Tang.
2: Hell yeah. So, I mean, having that, like, as part of your, like, kind of the vibe of Round Guys has always attracted me to your brewery. So, and so you're one of the brewers there. How long have you been brewing at Round Guys?
3: Uh, about six months I've been there.
2: Ah, six. Oh, we got the newbie. <laughs> yeah. It's
3: actually my first brewing job too. I was, was in grad school before that.
2: Ninth this anniversary. Thing. All right. So uh, do you guys have like a, or I mean, do you have a brewing background? Have you started anywhere else beforehand?
3: No, I just, uh, I've been home brewing for six years or so. Okay. Um, I did a, the American Brewers Guild course, uh, intensive brewing science and engineering. But this is my first brewing job. First brewing job? Yeah. How's
2: it been working with Scott? And you can be completely honest because he'll definitely watch this. It's good. Is it good? Yeah. All right, blink fun. twice. You learned it, a lot. Blink twice if it hasn't been good. Oh,
3: <laughs> uh, no, it's good. <laughs> Don't get me in trouble, man. <laughs> no, nah, he's great. He's great
2: when he's he replies guy. to his emails.
3: I'll let them know. I'll let them know about the uh, the sandwich. What was the sandwich? John Popper sandwich. John Popper sandwich. Just got to bring
2: it back. Brown Guys has to bring back the John Popper sandwich. Definitely. Let
3: them know.
2: So, so what did you dry hop this with or triple dry hop this weekend? Uh,
3: Cascade, Citra Cryo, Citra Cryo, and Kohati.
2: Okay. Got it. So, you guys use the Citra Cryo. And, I mean, everyone's been talking about the use of Cryo hops because you get a bigger, bang for a smaller amount kind mm-hmm. of in it to bring out more of like the citra tropical kind of notes to it with that
3: yeah I, I, for me it's like really heavy on the orange yeah get a lot of orange peel yeah um, it's
2: a definitely heavy orange peel on the nose and on the front end of it and probably the smoothest aftertaste like you were saying with like the salvo like taking out the bittering factor mm-hmm. not too much of a bittering factor with this real resinous though like yeah. i would say like in terms of like you know if I was to reference back to Jizz, I mean, this is dank. It's got a mm-hmm. nice dankness to it, um, but it's not too bitter. So, yeah, thanks, man. That's it, what you're going for. Yeah, it it drinks way too well. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and probably hand this can off to somebody else who maybe doesn't have to drive later. So, I'm going to have this little guy right here. That's smart. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this is a great beer and um, stoked out. So, you've been brewing there for six months. Yep. How, you know, how has everything been? Have you, like, do you, got, do you have anything coming up that you're, like, excited about that uh, you guys are going to be releasing?
3: Well, we've been in the process of moving to our new brewing space across the street. So uh, we're excited to get into that. And we have a bigger brew system. We're almost moved into the new space. So um, are you guys
2: across, like, Main Street or across, like...
3: Uh, behind Main Street. Behind other, Main I Street, okay. The street is called. Yeah.
2: Okay. So you guys are going behind like, was it that alley or something yeah, to like the parking yeah. area? Yep. And then there's that building right there. Yep. So you guys are moving into that space. Okay.
3: Yep. We got a, got a new brewing system will be a, larger and we got a, some 30 barrel bright tanks and the works and pretty excited about that.
2: Awesome. Any, uh, any releases for the fall that you guys are doing? Anything, like, for Oktoberfest or...
3: Um, we are doing... Well, the other beer we have here is Famous Monsters, which is a pumpkin spice lager.
2: I have one. I've never seen a pumpkin spiced lager. So I've seen the ales. Everyone does an ale. Yeah. Um, but seeing something that's been lagered, I'm, I'm really curious to try that.
3: Yeah, it's nice because it's not too sweet and it's not too overpowering with the spices.
2: Oh, awesome. So uh-huh. that is something that, like, with the ales, like, you get a ton of allspice. You get a ton of nutmeg. It just, it drives me kind of away from the pumpkin yeah. for that. Um, and when I heard lager, I went, okay, this has to finish like a lager. Yep. So that allspice, that nutmeg has to disappear at some point in the in the drinking process. Yeah, I,
3: I've been telling people, you, you get a little pumpkin bread, a little ginger snap, and then the, the crisp lager finish.
2: Crisp, clean lager finish? Yeah. Awesome.
3: And we got, uh, one that's coming out soon is a barley wine called Nautical Disaster. Kind of cool. Um Maybe what's not the, the most popular. Uh, yeah? What's yeah. the ABV? Uh, honing in on That's that. Ten point two, I believe. Oh, okay. That's so, yeah. nice. a good one.
2: That's awesome. So you guys are going to be doing. I mean, you guys are known for the like in a world that has gone kind of low ABV. You guys have kind of stuck to your guns with like the high ABV. Yeah. Like we're still going to keep it heavy for you guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
3: we got triple swords. We got our Russian imperial style. Exactly. Barley wine coming. <laughs> yeah. We,
2: when we, uh, when we had your episode, I, with Scott, we, we had the Belgian quad and we had Liquid Swords. Yep. And, you know, buying those two beers and I'm the one who has to drive to the to my host location to mm-hmm. do the podcast. I'm sitting there debating if I'm going to get an Uber or not. I'm like, man, you're going pretty heavy on these beers. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, that's been your MO. You guys have been kind of known for that. and. It's kind of a name that you guys continue, and I actually applaud you guys for sticking to your guns on that. Like in a world that's gone and like low ABV, you guys have not like faltered at all. You're like, nah, we're still we're still making the heavy stuff. Yeah,
3: man. <laughs> we love our uh, triples and quads. It's one of our best styles, I think. Mm-hmm.
2: That's awesome. Well, hey, I appreciate you coming on and yeah, doing a little interview with us. We're gonna let you go out and make sure you caught up with everybody that's yes. still here at the. Here who actually paid to be here, so. Right. <laughs> uh, guys, go check them out. Um, do you know their social off the top of your head? Uh, Can you say that? Round Guys Brewery, probably. All right, oh, I'll get it out. Man, no one's ever in there. Sorry, I, have I just it. brew
3: the beer. <laughs> yeah,
2: you're the brewer, it's okay. <laughs> guys, social media is at Round Guys Brewery. Um, so Instagram, go check them out. Guys, check out their website, roundguysbrewery.com. Um, if you're in Lansdale, go hang out.
5: All right, everybody. Uh, that was around guys. And uh, now we're getting into our our final uh, interview uh, of the night and uh, of the day, the night. Whenever you listen to this, really. Uh, it's the night for me. It was the day for Dan. Try not to let your brain explode thinking about that. Um, so, uh, you know. The, one of our, one of our best, best friends of the podcast, you know, we brewed a beer with her, uh, it's Hannah from naked. Um, we've had Hannah on multiple times and, you know, we brewed a beer with her, sold out in a weekend. It was pretty cool. Uh, it was a really good beer. If you didn't get it, you're dead to us. Uh, so, um, yeah, I mean, what else do we have to say? I mean, everybody, if you listen to the podcast, you know, Hannah, uh, we love Hannah. Uh, she's always a good time to hang out with, and uh, I'm sure Dan had fun with her. Uh, so when we get into that, oh, uh, obviously we got to play some Fleetwood Mac.
2: Last call, everybody. You don't have to go home. She can't stay here. I feel like it's either it's either that song or it's going to be like Journeys, like Don't Stop Believing.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, like a good end of the bar, like end of the night at the bar song where everybody's like holding hands and you're like, oh, man, it's so good to see you. You're the best. No, you're the best.
2: Don't stop believing you need an Uber. Yeah. Don't stop. all right guys uh best best friends podcast one half of the best best friends podcast with returning guest. um last call with hannah from naked brewing i'm gonna give her a high five because she's on this and she's also holding the uh headphones like a dj right now so it's just so rad
1: (laughs) well you know i got on this hat and uh you can't take off a hat like that. oh no certainly not after today not after a day we've had today oh no no i don't Nobody wants to see what's underneath of this hat. Eighty
2: degrees, quote, partly sunny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: No, it was wholly sunny.
1: <laughs> it was very sunny. I would have liked a whole lot more of the that cloud cover. Um I but, know. You know.
2: That's why I had this I had this tent under here because I'm like, I just want to attract the brewers out of the sun and be like, come talk I know. to me. No, well
1: then talk I'm the me. idiot that only came at the very end. So <laughs> I didn't I didn't step out of the sun at all. <laughs> <laughs> Except for twice to go fill up my water.
2: Oh, yeah. And so you brought a beer that is near and dear to your heart, your
1: heart for this. So. I did. I awesome. did. So uh, I'm going to
2: go pour out a little bit of this. And while I pour it out, um, tell us about For Sure. For
1: Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so For Sure is, a, as you said, a, a beer that is special to me. Uh, it was the first beer that we put into cans when I started. Um, so there's that. Uh, the name of the beer, For Sure. Is kind of a fun, playful little jab at me. For sure. (laughs) For sure. Uh, Because apparently I say for sure a lot. And it's a very specific pronunciation. Uh, For sure. Uh, Not for sure. Not for show. It's (laughs) for sure. Uh, So yeah, that was, that was, yeah, the name behind it. Uh, And then it has bright pink lips on it, kind of done in this pop art style uh bright pink lips because i always have on lipstick you know it's my my one little (laughs) thing most days i look like i climbed out from some trash pile and uh but i always have on lipstick so um that was kind of the the thought behind it so do you see the resemblance (laughs) 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 all right well Uh, cheers yeah cheers man it's good bit. to see you it's in person. You I, I know. mean, the last time I think I saw you was when we filmed our Fleetwood Cat video.
2: I know it's, it's been so long. Yeah. I mean,
1: it was like five months ago.
2: That was five. Mo- I was. I was gonna say there were so many people here that I either like haven't seen in o- almost like six months, or have never met in person before because we just do everything virtually,
1: right? And especially you know being in a still in the middle of a pandemic, right? So like, so it's yeah. been
2: cool to like you know bring the people to the table. You know, wipe off the headphones and the you know microphone. Oh yeah, for I, everybody. I do
1: appreciate all of the the safety, health, sanitizing protocols that oh, happened.
2: Oh, 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 there there it is. There's a uh, there's a little bit
1: of uh, you know Clorox wipes behind me that I've
2: been mm-hmm, using.
4: So. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So yeah, today was a good a good event. Uh, it was super fun. I liked the concept of being able to visit tables and and actually talk about the beer. That's, you were in your
2: element talking i about really
1: was um you know because i i joke around but it's it's actually kind of the truth is you know i'm a i'm a storyteller with beer that's i think kind of my whole ethos and so being able to tell the story behind this beer and why it's special why it's a, it's something that that has meaning to me uh is is pretty cool you know yeah it's, it's so different than the normal beer festivals where you have know, people that are kinda up of to you and you know, there's there's a line. And so like it's a it's a matter of like Yeah, boom, it's like boom, a line boom, like, in front of the jockey and, box. Everybody
2: right. pour a beer and
1: be on your way. Kind right. Of yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um yeah, so this was a, a really cool concept. Um and you know, there was the people that were here wanted to be here because they wanted to drink beer and support a good cause. Um, you know, and the the cause is just yeah, I mean I mean for
2: local, yeah. I mean the cause is Laurel House. Um, you know, raising money for that, uh Mikey does a great job here and the whole four local crew, um, with what they do. And I mean, he lets me just like set up mics and talk to people, which is awesome.
1: Yeah. Which means you're <laughs> in your element too. <laughs> I'm in my element
2: and I get to talk about all the great things he's doing. And, uh, it was so funny. So like the, the, the table right in front of where we set up was just like a little table of like blue hairs, like those women over oh, yeah. 70. And they're just like, is it going to be loud over here? They saw me set up the mics. I'm like, I, no. I joked. I was like, "I hope you don't mind a few f bombs," <laughs> and they just looked at me like
1: daggers, and they were like, yeah. "Oh, that was so." That was the table that I started at. Oh
2: that yeah, was how was first, that? that was so, like, table.
1: well, it was a good. It was a good like dip a toe into the into the pool. So right, I, I saw
2: like the slow kind of start for this it was like everybody kind of trying to figure out where to go for like the initial yeah. beginning of this, and like that was the first table I saw. I saw you go to, and I was like, "Oh, this might be interesting."
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it was. But um, it was actually pretty cool because they um, they really wanted to talk about uh, pink boots and and women in beer. And and they had some really great questions. So it was awesome. Yeah, it was it was cool. Uh, It was it was very cool. And the amount of um, connections that I was able to make with people here talking about, uh, you know, women in beer and talking about uh, equity and inclusion Um, That was that was cool, because, you know, as you and I have talked about and, you know, if anybody's listened to the podcast before, I'm sure you've heard me talk about all the work that I do within that that realm. And so being able to talk about that again with with a a larger crowd um, and face to face and, um, you know, some some people that really wanted to learn and understand how they could help push the uh, equity inclusion Uh, Components within the beer industry, like that's cool. Yeah, it's Um, it's
2: awesome. Like talking to other brewers who just they bring you up as an example too. They're like, we talked to Tannery Run, and they were talking about the Pink Boots, and they're just like, oh yeah, and Hannah from Naked, and we're just like, (laughs) yeah, Hannah, exactly. We know Hannah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Carly's
1: awesome. Yeah, yeah, you get name dropped all the time (laughs)
2: with
1: that. Well, you know, one of my secret powers is I'm aggressively friendly. It's networking, so.
2: Aggressively uh, shotgunning.
1: Yeah, aggressively <laughs> shotgunning. Uh, Yeah, well, yes. So I uh, I went to Wellcrafted yesterday so I could do a shotgun with krupal And he is a fucking beast when it comes to shotgunning beers. Like, I have never I, met anybody that could chug a beer as fast as that dude can. And,
2: yeah. I'm so glad yeah. we caught it on tape. So, guys, go back to our social media if you want to see it. We got it on film, and it was just so impressive uh, he's i mean it's, you're <laughs>
1: like uh what so i try it so i do i do shotgun friday every friday right and it's a thing uh it's it's kind of my way thank you for the glasses it's kind of my way of um i don't know like connecting with other people right because i work for yeah. myself and so i i've like created this whole shotgun friday thing and believe it or not People actually will like stop by the brewery just to do Shotgun Friday with They're me.
2: They're like, hey, hey, are you doing Shotgun Friday?
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so seriously, people will. Uh, and so that's been really cool because it's allowed me to like to, to meet some new people and like create some some more connections. But then it's a cool way because I, I posted on on my Instagram in a story and so it's i don't know it's just been it's been something kind of fun and you know i tag i tag people in it but i really encourage anybody that wants to do it i don't care if you want to shotgun a beer i don't care if you want to just take a sip of a beer i don't care if you want to chug a water it really doesn't matter for me it's just all about like the sense of community and like just bringing people together yeah. and being like hey friends like i know it's been a long week we made it hooray you know the-
2: networking with other breweries and just yeah. bringing them into the fold and it's great when you do it with other breweries like kruple from well Crafted, right and right. you know mm-hmm. bringing other people into it and just showing a sense of community with it yeah awesome.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah it's been it's been it's been pretty cool and actually it's, it's something that uh i was introduced to the the concept of the idea um by a friend that works at um works at hitchhiker now but we used to brew together and uh so it was something he had started doing and, and he brought it uh kind of to, I don't know, to something and then, I don't know, I just kind of like carried it forward. And so it's, it's cool. Um, you know, I text him every Friday and I'm like, happy shotgun Friday. (laughs) 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 So it's always nice when I'm able to get out to Pittsburgh and and actually visit him and and do a shotgun in person. I
2: love getting the shotgun Friday uh, notification at like, like two (laughs) or three o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm like, I'm working till five 30 I still work from home, and I'm like, I, I could totally shotgun a beer right now, but...
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, you know... Well, so I, I do try to front-end load my my week. So I, I book myself pretty solid Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. and oh, yeah, then you're by, a one-woman show. So. I am, I am. So by Thursday and Friday, I'm trying to allow for the things that inevitably go wrong within a brewery. Um, I'm trying to allow extra time and space for those things to to happen so that i'm not super stressed because nobody wants to be super stressed on a friday like that's not a good way like we're just trying to promote good vibes you know so like nobody wants to to roll into the weekend feeling overworked and stressed out like i like to just like here we are we made it we did it guys (laughs) we did it so uh yeah so i like i like i don't know it's my shotgun fridays are like that's i'm done like boom we're done. <laughs> Happy weekend. Let's let's exactly. get this started. Bring in the so, weekend. Yeah, yeah. So yesterday was super fun because I, I got I brought I brought beer up here, um, dropped it off early so I didn't have to worry about it this morning, and then um, I went to Well Crafted and hung out, had some beers with those those dudes, and um, some beers, had some some pizza, some flatbread, and then went over to Ten Seven and saw the homies over at Ten Seven. So
2: that's awesome. Yeah, yeah did some I, I milk love tubes. This. I, the milk tubes get mad, get bent, get
1: get mad about it. That's what I literally. That's what I posted yesterday. I was like, "Get mad! It's delicious."
2: Speaking of delicious, Fuck let's get back to for, for sure. sure.
1: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, right. So, so it's a hazy double IPA. uh It's brewed with pilsner, uh wheat, a little bit of rye because rye is my favorite malt, and it just adds like a little bit of pizzazz in there. And then a whole lot of flaked oats. Uh, and then it's hopped with Citra Mosaic and Cashmere. And Cashmere was one of the two hops in our Fleetwood Cat. Collab. Fleetwood Cat, yeah. That, uh, yes. I was actually
2: talking to another brewer about uh, Cashmere. Uh, as, actually, as we were drinking this, uh, Twisted Gingers came over and they're like, what are you guys drinking? We're bored. <laughs> we came over and we had uh, we had a little for sure with them, <laughs> which was a ton of fun. And uh, yeah, we talked about Cashmere, uh, Mosaic, and Citra, the buddy cops of any hazy IPA yeah. right there. So they're the rigs and Murtaugh right there. So Yeah,
1: yep. Yeah. It- and I think Cashmere is a really underrated hop. Uh, it's become one of my favorites, but I think it's really underrated. I don't think that enough people use it. And so I, but I'm fine with that because. You can you can keep buying all the other hops. I'll just buy all the cashmere. I'm cool with that. I think it
2: it does a good job of balancing all the other hops. I agree. I, like think a a nice, I think it's a nice I think it's a nice
1: mix um, and and complementary uh, flavor profile to some of the other other hops. Um, yeah, because Sweetwood Cat was cashmere and sequoia.
2: And uh, I was actually talking to Twisted Gingers. They did a West Coast IPA with their Sequoia. Oh, cool, Uh, yeah. Which is like, they they were talking about how, like, Sequoia is kind of used a lot in West Coast IPAs. Mm -hmm. And, you know, which is great that, you know, we were kind of bringing it into the hazy fold with ours. Yeah,
1: yeah. I would like to use that hop again Um, because I think it was was cool. We're Uh, always here to hang out. uh, So if you want to use it
2: again, just, you know, slide in our DMs. We're here.
1: (laughs) I mean... I won't ever turn down an opportunity to dress up like Stevie Nicks. So Yeah. Or like dress up in general.
2: I know. You have all the costumes there. All the costumes.
1: Like, we won't
2: pass up another opportunity to dress up in costumes.
1: <laughs> so I just I mean I have a dress up box at the brewery. So
2: <laughs> So do you guys have anything, uh, any big releases coming out? Uh,
1: so the next couple of releases will be um copy cream. Ale. Uh, our Irish red is coming back blaze. That'll actually be next week. Uh, blaze is coming back. Uh, coffee cream is called ground effects. That'll be out in a couple weeks. Um, s'mores, smoked porters coming back.
2: Oh, I just had, I just had the one you gave me. It yeah. was like, in I made fridge. a bigger batch this time. You made um, a bigger batch. I made a bigger batch.
1: Oh, oh. yeah. Uh, that's what I'll be pouring at. Can uh,
2: Oh, can, can beer Yeah. Nice.
1: So that and probably blaze, uh, the Irish red.
2: Awesome. Back so. in
1: back in the either uh, the either beer fest. Yeah, uh, I know. Well, I'm only doing two. You're this is one two. of them. And Ken, it's the other one. Awesome. Yeah. So uh beyond that, um, I'm super stoked. I've got a, a cool collab coming up that I'm real stoked on. Uh it's oh man. Yeah. So um my my homies that I used to brew with uh previously, one's out the head brewer at a hitchhiker, one's the head brewer at Brew Daddy. East versus we, West. we all we all left uh our previous brewery and became head brewers somewhere so we had had this idea to all brew together because you know we were we were all pretty tight and uh we had this idea to to call it three heads are better than one Ooh. right but but get this so i i messaged them a couple of weeks ago uh because derek out at hitchhiker is gonna be in town and i was like fuck yeah let's brew um so we 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 got this date nailed down and i was like y'all want to brew with hemp um and they were like yes and i said y'all want to do a hazy triple ipa since there's three of us and call it three hazy heads oh, oh man so i'm real fucking stoked about that
2: that that's awesome i've only ever had one other beer brew with hemp and uh cbd actually was um shaler up in west Reading. They so did one.
1: cbd is actually illegal in any food or beverage in pennsylvania yeah i know especially alcohol <laughs> Yeah, they so, uh, yeah. So I'm I'm gonna brew this beer with hemp, but I, I'm going to talk to the TTB slash federal government about how I need to go about doing this, uh, to make it completely. Yeah, blue. so they,
2: they <laughs> collaborated with like a CBD store on the release and everything, yeah. too. And I was like, guys, I have to try it yeah. on the nose.
10: Holy shit.
2: Yeah, it was like straight out of like cracking the bag in college, yeah, and just feeling it like fill up the dorm room. I was like, oh my god, I was yeah. like, this beer aromatics.
1: So there's a, a farm that I work with um, a lot and get ingredients from called Barefoot Botanicals, and they're in Doylestown, and I just, I love them so much. Um, and about two or three months ago, they had given me uh, some, some hemp to try, um, and so I had done these little, like, mini bench trials with it, and essentially I was just making, like, hemp tea. Okay. with it and I was trying different exposure times, right? So like tasting it 5 minutes, tasting it 15 minutes tasting it 30 minutes and kind of moving forward. Well, one of them I had forgotten that I had left there and it was tucked behind some things Bye Mike! Bye Mike! <laughs> uh, Mike from Broken Goblet um, So I had forgotten that I had left this this container and uh, it was probably honestly like a week later and I was like why does it smell so dank over here? <laughs> I'm like, did I... Did I forget something from the dispensary in my bag? Like, what's happening? <laughs> and then I found this this tea that I had made, and I was like, Oh yeah, all right. So I'm I'm excited. I'm yep. excited. I think I would be I think excited, it'll be too good. because I think um, on the nose,
2: people are going to get an experience and a little bit of like a uh...
1: yeah. I mean, so. You know, cannabis and and hops are in the same family. They're you know yes. they're cousins. So like, there's a lot of parallels between the two. Uh, so I am I'm re- I'm really excited to see what's gonna happen. Um, you know, I have some some ideas and some plans. Uh, I think we're gonna both we're gonna use both dried and fresh. So I'm gonna Ooh. I'm gonna harvest some Ooh. hemp. Yeah, yeah, dude. You should see. I'm gonna show you the like. I'm gonna get show some, you the get picture. some plants. Well, yeah. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you the picture that uh, they sent me the other day. So I I talked to. Um, to their owner eric the other day yeah he was like hannah you should just i don't know if anybody can actually see that or not but he's like fields of green guys you should just come walk through this field uh (laughs) he's like it smells so good um so yeah it seems like everybody that i've talked to that grows hemp has kind of said like just the aroma of being able to walk through the fields is Basically, like, they're living out their, like, high school dreams, right? I, know.
2: <laughs> I was thinking of, like, any music from, uh, like, the 70s just starts playing. Like, the yeah. uh, Almost Famous
1: soundtrack. Yeah.
2: It just starts yeah. playing in the background. Or, like, Days and
1: Confused. Yeah, yeah. Days
2: and Confused or something just plays yeah. in the background.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, awesome. so, yeah, I'm, I'm super stoked about that, about that collab. That's probably the the one beer coming up that I'm, like, most excited about. Although, I am also doing a um, a graph, so a cider beer hybrid mm-hmm. that's going to be a blonde stout, apple pie, like, baked apple pie ode. So, I'm excited about that, too. And then, I just got some uh, basil Hayden barrels. Ooh. Ooh, Ooh, barrel little, uh, little barrel for imperial stout yeah so stoked love, on that love too. me a good barrel
2: H. that yeah. is awesome yeah oh Tom's texting me because he's lonely
1: oh Tom <laughs> Tom why aren't you here Tom why do you hate me
2: he's at an aquarium with his son for his birthday
1: okay well aquariums are cool Fair Enough. aquariums are cool as shit so <laughs> I, will, I will allow that you are not here But you did break my heart a little bit, Tom, I have to tell you that. He broke everyone's heart. Hold Mm -hmm. on. Hold on. I think I have
2: a few. uh... I made sure that I I had him ready in case I needed to bring him onto this. Oh, okay. So, uh, hold on. Lactose. Hold on.
5: (laughs) Mouthfeel. Head retention. (laughs) King
2: of butt rock. (laughs) All right. So you've gotten the gist of having
1: Tom on the podcast. Yeah. Right so there. that was Tom was here. Hey. <laughs> hey. Bye. All right.
2: But um, this has been the best last call for a podcast uh, stream here. Oh, yeah. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank Guys, you. I make miss sure you. you're following Naked Brewing. Oh, yeah. We have to come up and hang out again. Yeah. Come hang out with me. Shotgun Fridays. We have to uh, make sure we can get Tom to like take some time off and do Shotgun Fridays. Uh, yeah. And come up and hang out. Um, are you going up to Oktoberfest at uh, Warwick on the 25th?
1: So I don't think so, unfortunately. I'm sorry. I've got so many things going on the next few weekends. It's really hard, but um, everybody it's should okay. go to Warwick and uh, I'll support them. I, I mean, won't be doing a podcast, but i That's, that's draw in itself, but I think I'll actually be at Swans a Day in the city. Oh, okay. At Monk's. Oh. Yeah, because my girl Colleen is at Cantillon now, so... Yeah, you know, I want to support her.
2: Awesome. Well, hey, thank you for coming on. Uh, this beer was great. This was a highlight of the uh day for me. So Fuck yeah, dude! Thank,
1: thank you. you so much. Cheers for sure, guys. We
2: are closing out the podcast live stream. So go ahead and follow us on all social media. Best best friends pod. Best best friends p o d. No music drops, guys. Thank you so much. Have a good night. See you. Peace. Best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Best best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Best best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Best best friends pod hosted by
5: Dan and Tom. This podcast is hosted by two bro- uh- 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 By two bros. So, crack a beer and laugh at some video. Uh uh uh, uh videos. Superhuman jump through barbed wire bricks. Fuck this shit. Hang out with little lunchbox. Become a
2: cluggolay yet. A clug-a-let Sometimes I'm
8: a
5: stouty boy, sometimes lazy. And this podcast is both. So it's the up for me. Best Best Friends pod. Hosted by Dan and Tom. Cindy Crawford's a fan. How could you go wrong? So many pods out there. Were it the ones for me. I've seen it still
3: alive. And listen to Best Best Friends.